0: Like how long was it sitting out here waiting? Yes, I when you said 15 minutes I went, time to go. We I to. ran downstairs and grabbed it and carried it up. But it is now melting. Oops. And now there is a butterfly, grasshopper, what is oh that? Oh my god. What is that? It's green. What's happening? <laughs> it's- Literally neon. Oh my god, what is that? It's Mothman.
1: He's come to school. I hired him for an hour for <laughs> your birthday. Actually, happy birthday. i'm
0: stripping. you just... <laughs> man, if I want to. Oh, here goes Geo. He's gonna try and eat it.
1: If you want me to handle it, I am gonna kill it, and I know you don't want me to kill bugs. Um, but it's either it's
0: murder or nothing. Okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> your call. Your call. <laughs> Welcome to our birthday episode. <laughs> this is a special. Are we recording? Yes. <laughs> Uh, the only problem is this cake is melting. Yeah.
1: I want to eat it. Should we freeze it now or should we eat? It? I think it should be our reward. <gasps> okay, My little right. demon. Just... That's what I
0: call you usually.
1: <laughs> Why would you eat off his tushy like that? I'm sorry. You just Wait, ate you... some demon ass <laughs> on your birthday,
0: you freak. <laughs> and what of it? Are you shaming me? No, I'm proud of you. It's I. Someone's got to do it. Uh huh. Okay. Um, yeah, you're right. We should probably just put it in the freezer, huh?
1: Look, even the letters are sad. They're like, <laughs> either you're going to do this or you're not going to do this. Okay. I'm okay. going to go put in the freezer. You put in the freezer. I'm going to monitor this bug okay. this is out of control. No, you're going to kill it while I'm gone. I won't kill it. If it stays over there, we're good. Okay. As long as it stays there, we're in the clear, I think. Okay. I do feel unsafe, but...
0: <laughs> Let idea. the record show, M does feel extremely uncomfortable. I don't enjoy my time. Even Gio's watching it. At one point, Gio's just going to snap, and it'll be quiet, and we'll know he's won. <laughs> when... When the silence has happened. Hopefully people can't hear the buzzing.
1: I was telling you, it sounds like literally someone's phone is on vibrate on the other side of the room. And every time it hits the wall, it sounds like a marble hit the wall. It's so (laughs) stupid loud.
0: (laughs) Okay. Anyway, hi. Happy birthday, Christine. Happy birthday. I'm going to get a little hat too. Um, this is the birthday episode. It's very chaotic. Em is with me. Obviously, we're in the same room. It would be wild if we were Imagine if we just CGI'd me in here because we got that good at it in our 30s. Or we both had
1: weird green bugs in our room. And <laughs> I was like, I'm I'm leaving my home. You better not have one at your place. I'm coming over.
0: Let me get my hat. Okay. Here's what, here's what happened. What happened? Em and I were supposed to, I'm just t- catching everyone up. Oh, oh, oh. Em and I were supposed, this is not going to fit on my head.
1: It's because you've got something on your head already. Okay. My head's bigger than yours and it worked. So I don't know what's. What's, what's going on here, folks? I think it's because you already have a thing on your head. Probably. It doesn't want to share the space of that. That's prime real estate there, that noggin. Ew. <laughs> it doesn't look right.
0: Okay, forget it. Okay, uh, it didn't
1: happen. I'll wear my trashy, classy you headband. It did make
0: my cheeks feel very skinny there, <laughs> just so we're clear. Happy birthday. Um, Thank you. So, yeah, we were supposed to uh, – so our birthday – is next weekend. We were supposed to record a birthday episode. We were like, "Let's do it tomorrow,"
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then uh, we have book signings tomorrow. Book signings, book signings, and we got I, M was flying in today, and I was like, "Oh, let's just record the episode tonight." Then after you land, so it's like ten o'clock here. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if you recall the episode where Christine fell
1: asleep, uh, as I told the story, <laughs> this is probably going to be part two to that. Part two! <laughs>
0: this is probably just us bringing in this, uh, our new generation <laughs> or our new our new era. All sleepy. All sleepy. And um, so, yeah, I was like, shit, I got to run to Target. So <sighs> I bought some decor. You can't see it because it's behind... The camera,
1: right? But um, Christine really fucking nailed it, especially considering I was expecting nothing. So, uh, well, um, there are presents and snacks. And there is a dinosaur balloon who I love. I've already gotten attached. And there's a banner. It says, happy birthday. It's so classy and she-she with its monochromatic flair. Wow. And there's a rose gold inflatable, like, three-foot tall 30. Mm-hmm. So I've got, like, the three and the O, which
0: everyone usually like, does, like, Instagram pics with. So I'll have to do that. Yeah, it'll be definitely as... Glam as all those Instagram pics you see.
1: Certainly as chuggy as um, (laughs) the kids might want. And then we had, and then Christine had a whole cake and my favorite little demon buddy. Right. I love him. Okay. So Eva and I, a while ago, um, we surprised Christine and we flew, to kentucky and threw her a spooky baby shower right. obviously before leona was born
0: surprised me like i didn't know they were in my home
1: yeah we set it up with blaze it um, was chaotic and we just we showed up while she was gone oh and zandy was in on it which mm. is how you weren't here um and one of the things that so when Eva and i landed we were like we're gonna go to like a party city and get a bunch of spooky stuff and then bring it to the house and decorate and like surprise her there was this one thing that i got there um, and it was like this, I don't even know what you'd call it, but it's a random latex <laughs> demon. It's so creepy. I, I don't know what he's meant for, but I put him on top of a cake.
0: <laughs> what is he meant for? I don't know what he's meant Look, for. Look, he even has like a, like a clip inside him. I don't know what's going on. He has like a binder clip inside him. He came like that. He is so frightening. But
1: he, when he's sitting on top of a cake, it looks like he's leaning over to be like, hiya pal. You know and what I, it says inside
0: it? You're not going to believe it. It what? says ghoulish. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Ghoulish.
1: Oh, i love him i think he's so sweet and his eyes don't match and his little tushy
0: is so plump i don't they made a perfect little demon tush out of rubber and his little legs flail so i put this on the cake for my baby shower and then looked at me and said i want that and i was like but "You this can... is for you but it's for me yeah i was like you can have it and you were like no i want it on my cake for my birthday and then this was again like over six months it was like eight months ago and so um i have kept it in pristine condition inside a cabinet in my kitchen, despite Blaze's attempts to throw it away. So every time you open that cabinet, every he would just say, "Freaking time, hi pal." Yep, and uh, he would say, "Hi pal." It's no, he does not sound like that. Don't, 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 don't demonize him. I'm so sorry. You know what I'm saying? And his little tush was always staring back at me. I'm,
1: that little tush, I'm telling you what, it's one of my top three favorite tushes. <laughs> so
0: today <laughs> I got him out. Um, and there is a great picture of us holding him uh, from my baby shower. So we'll, we can post that on Instagram.
1: Oh! It's fun. I actually just found a picture from your baby shower that I really like of us Aww. that I might be posting later.
0: Oh, but, um, oh, I love him
1: so much. And the cake, by the way, every cake we've ever had together, um, <laughs> because obviously Christine turns a, a year older than me, so we don't know obviously, what candles- as you can tell by my wizened features. <laughs> All of your wrinkles. <laughs> uh, but well, if you've seen any of the cakes we've ever posted that we give each other, there's always, we don't know what to do candle number wise. Right. And so uh, the first time I was turning 25 oh, yeah. and you so were turning 26.
0: Two, five, six. So we
1: put two, five, six. So if you hid one of them, it looked like 25. And if you had one, it looks so like 26. So for photo op, you could just kind of cover one or the other. Yeah. So it, was, it said two, five, six. Then it said two, six, seven, two, seven, eight, two, eight, nine.
0: Jesus, that's a lot. And then
1: last year was the hard one because it was 29 and 30. Oh,
0: so we probably didn't even
1: do it. We didn't do it because it <laughs> i was scared
0: uh, but
1: now we've got now we're back we we're can back share the, bullshit we can share the first digit now and now we're it. The, on the little demon cake christine had 301 30 and 31 so. and you were like what am i
0: 301 and i was like <laughs> well i wish but i feel no. like it so
1: <laughs> anyway thank you
0: you really made my day i really thought i was just gonna get off the plane well, i and... felt so bad you were on a flight you were like i leave at 8 30 in the morning and i was like i thought you land at 8 30 p.m and you were like i do it's, it's a five hour layover <laughs> it's both i get i, I land I take one at eight thirty and I land at eight thirty. But well, uh, anyway, it was it was a long day. Well, and we're book signing this week, so it was like we have two book signings that are already a lot and taking up a lot of mental space, and so. We just kind of had to squeeze in. And I was so sad I couldn't come to LA for your B-Day. So, I will uh, say
1: there was, well, no, I, mm. I, I, well, you, got invited apparently to my mom's other birthday party for me. So you have I two know. opportunities That's, and you're saying no to both. It's
0: Father's it's Day. I'm I am s- I didn't even realize it was Father's Day. And then you, I think you said it. You were like, oh, it's Father's Day that week. And I was like, fuck. Well, yeah. Because Blaze made Mother's Day so special. I know. And I'm not I'm mad. Like, I can't just, he said I could go. And I was like maybe I'll fly in Min-
1: I don't know I don't know it's don't the same know. thing so one of the things Allison's birthday this year she's already told me I can go but I already feel guilty about it and I don't know if I'm gonna do it or not but I was asked to be a plus one to a wedding in literally Italy what and so I was like and it's on Allison's birthday and Allison wouldn't be the plus one and I was like
0: Timothy, go yeah I'll hang out with Allison <laughs> okay and we'll just be bitter that you're in Italy
1: I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. I've never really left the country on my own. Like, we've gone to Canada, but, like, I've, like... Yeah. Not to say Canada like that, but I've never, like... Gone overseas. Yeah. I'm really... It really freaks me out. It's, like, out of my comfort zone. And I would be with friends that are are reckless, so... Whoa! <laughs> I, I'm scared in advance. So, anyway, I don't know how we get back on track, but I guess it's our birthday episodes, so who cares? We can do what we want. I'm drinking box wine. I'm drinking... Um, Christine got me white grape juice which um i love and also it reminds me of the sparkling juice that people mm. get to
0: celebrate love that um should have got some of that actually i have some of that in the fridge but i'm not going back downstairs i don't blame you okay
1: <laughs> christine literally tried to surprise me um <laughs> like seeing all the birthday stuff in here for the first time and she started filming right after i took like four flights of stairs
0: <laughs> i felt so and bad. i was just like oh my god i did not plan for that and you were like you were like bent over you're like this is not how I want to be reacting. <laughs> I promise I'm excited. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was very I excited. Just I just also you. couldn't breathe. And then you said, oh, what am I, 301? And I was like, maybe. I certainly walk upstairs like it. I'm 301. <laughs> um,
1: okay, well, Christine, do you have any guesstimates for what's happening for your birthday?
0: Be- oh, I don't know because it's on a Saturday. And bla- so my friend Ray, who was also my doula, wrote oh. a poetry book. And she's a poet, and I was like, whoa, cool. I'm friends with a poet. That made me feel really, oh. like, fancy. And... um, Is she going to write a poem for you? She, you <laughs> she better. <laughs> There's a poetry slam for Christine only. Okay, but let me shout out her poetry book, because it has a skull on the front, which we love. Done. And it's called American Bitch. And <gasps> I know, and it's a lot of poetry about being jewish in america and it's really excellent she dropped hand dropped off my copy i felt very loved and um she's doing did you do a book swap did you sign each other's books i didn't even give her a book she probably doesn't want one she's like you know what you are then an american bitch (laughs) no that's why the book is about me all these poems (laughs) but she was like uh she was like oh i'm doing this like poetry reading and like a like a little kind of like how we're doing our book signing tomorrow she's doing one on my birthday and I was like, oh, I want to come. It's my birthday though, so I don't know if I have anything planned that day. But I'm trying to go. But then Blaze was like, well, you have plans at eleven and two, and like like eleven through two. No, or like 11... eleven and then again at two. Oh, and I was so like, was twelve free? I or... don't know. So I'm trying to figure that out. And I don't. He's not good at secrets, so I don't want to ask too many questions because I feel like he'll be like, well, it's this, this, and this, and then I'll be like, well, what was the point of this?
1: Allison's been doing a very good job keeping us. She, I can tell that she's itching to tell In pain. Me.
0: She's in pain, mm. but she's doing good. Yeah, Blaze is too, and I don't know what the hell he has planned. Do you um, know what my thing is that Allison's doing? Maybe. Do you? I do. Am I gonna love it? I think I'm gonna love I it. I think you're gonna love it. Yes, of course you're gonna love it. What am I gonna say? No. What? Okay, that's fair. Like,
1: when the camera's off, though? What no, I- <laughs> you're gonna love it. Of course no, you're I gonna think love it. She, the, the way that she's been talking about
0: it makes me feel like I'll love you're it. You're gonna love it. Um, I actually don't know that many details because, again... I unfortunately had to write a book and couldn't make it, so I'm very bitter about that. Oh well. So I didn't get any of the this. F- is it? This is a, this is like this birth- is a the beginning of it all. This is the beginning and the end. Is there anything you want for your birthday that you're going to treat yourself to? Oh, um, as you know about me, I'm one of those people where I can convince myself to buy myself anything in about two minutes flat. <laughs> so I don't really have a lot of like patience to tell myself, oh, "I'll treat myself later." I will always find a reason to do it right now. So uh, there's nothing off for the top of my head where I'm like, that's a great question. Do you have anything? All the time, but I,
1: <laughs> cause I do hold, cause I, I live on a reward system, right? Like I, otherwise I won't do anything. So <laughs> I have to give myself rewards or else it won't be worth it for me. Um, and, like, writing that whole book, oh, my God, every chapter I was like, okay, do this, and then you can eat some cake. And I,
0: Wow. I ate a lot of cake. Well, Em wrote a whole book that way. So if you're wondering, I guess that works. It worked. <laughs> For it. me, I was like, I'm eight months pregnant, and if I don't finish this book, your pu- <laughs> <You're> pun- <laughs> 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 punishment will be writing this book with a newborn child. And I was like, that fear is enough. See? So you do fear sometimes or the, reward. Sometimes the reward is not being afraid that, anymore. You know what? Is, the, is abolishing that fear. Okay. I uh-huh. get it. I get it. Um, so my
1: current thing. Well, I am. I haven't given an update. And I know it's been like months for everybody. But ugh, there's like a whole thing I need to complain about that hasn't. I can't totally complain. about. Well, I can. I haven't given any updates about the troll hole. Yeah. I love the troll hole. And I'm aware. I'm aware that I haven't been talking about it. And people are probably one person out there. Me is probably like itching to see what it's going to look like. <laughs> but here's the thing. I've been waiting for this stupid couch to show up. Oh, no. And this is now currently the second couch we've had to fight for. I've been waiting literally since March or April now to Mm. get a couch in there. And um, it basically I want it to be a fold out, but like an actual really good fold out because the people who are probably visiting us the most are our parents with like not great backs. Mm. And so it needs to be a very specific quality couch but the way to get it into that room they're all sized weird and it's we have a weird hallway so the first couch that we got people were like uh, the move they literally brought the couch and then they just looked at our hallway and they were like we're not no way yeah oh no and so then i was like can you tell me the measurements so when i go get another couch i don't run into this again it's next to us now the bug
0: it's here look how green it is i really don't want to don't you feel special that it visited us today what a way to spin that narrative (laughs) (laughs) i'm nothing if not yes i I feel so lucky
1: (laughs) (laughs) anyway the couch i'm still waiting on the second couch but i have a feeling the second couch i'm gonna deal with the same goddamn thing so i am not showing you the troll hole until the couch is there because then i can set up everything around the couch but it's still like kind of barren it's the center
0: anyway my birthday gift to myself is this troll hole whenever it happens i can't wait to see the troll hole me too someday um far far away far far away I now honestly. There's nothing else I can think of. <laughs> my brain can't function anymore with this buzzing. It sounds like glue came to life. <laughs> <laughs> what does that, you know, that it's mean? Like, it's like sticky. Ew, it does, doesn't it? It sounds it feels sticky. like a post-it note is tearing off of itself. Oh my god, you're right, Geo. Don't leave. I thought he was leaving. I was like, you <laughs> well, have like he's gonna save you the have a day. Job to do. <laughs> he will get it. Look, he's all. He's focused, um. I can't think about anything else. <laughs> I'm
2: sweating. I'm,
0: I'm so also frazzled sweating. by this. It's Where does it go? Oh, it's there. It's right above my head.
1: <laughs> so at my home, we have this thing that's like a, it's like a gun. It's like a salt gun. Oh, I know about with these. With the laser sighting and everything. so awful. But you know what? I don't have to live in fear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I read reviews of those on Beachy Sandy one time. The assault. And? um yeah, I don't love the name the assault it's rifle. Kind, it's kind of like, disturbing.
1: <laughs> in in today's age, it's not. It's I not... used to have
0: a bug vacuum where you okay. Would... That's much worse. <laughs> no, it's not because you would
1: suck it in and then and then you take him outside. Take a little dustbuster and do reverse button and release and he him. He goes outside. Okay, I guess that's it's still definitely traumatic, probably for the bug.
0: But well, okay, it's not an assault
1: rifle you're trying to shoot it with. I will say that thing came in handy
0: with the cockroaches. Yeah. I well, okay.
1: Happily, I'm sorry if I'll I'm okay
0: with killing cockroaches. Yeah, I'm not really that concerned about the cockroaches as much as I am about this beautiful green friend we have. <laughs> He's so beautiful, I want to never be. If near he comes him. anywhere near me, I'm going to scream bloody murder. <laughs> He's
1: literally so close. We obviously we're going to edit some of this out, but I I think we should leave all of it in. If people want to know what we're like outside of the podcast, usually we just like are in fear of something. Today, it's of the bug. Of
0: most things. We usually find a reason to complain and be afraid. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace Courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace Courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I am so thrilled that we are working with fast-growing trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options, and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure, you know, it'll work in your garden. Um, They have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I thought you know what perfect chance why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard I think it's going to smell beautiful and I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present right now they have some of the best deals online like up to half off on select plants and listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code drink at checkout that's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code drink at checkout fastgrowingtrees.com code drink offer is valid for a limited time terms and conditions may apply Well, anyway, uh, I've lost all sort of train of thought I may have had before, so uh, um, I apologize. Oh, sorry. Smacked you. Whatever. Um, I'm not used to being in the same room as you anymore. I know. Um, I guess we talk about scary the bat, things the stuff <laughs> besides our
1: biological clocks slowly fading into the abyss <laughs> <Our> okay skin <laughs> crinkling away i woke up today and it did feel a little less elastic so oh, i was feeling the nervous. Worst? yeah um okay my notes today are on my literal notes app on my phone so i was gonna
0: do that and then i was like is that gonna look unprofessional so i'm glad i'm not the only one
1: well i don't know if it looks professional or not but i certainly did literally my notes on the plane so this was Amazing. Honestly, I'm impressed with myself. I did. I'm impressed with you. I did all of our notes in two hours on my phone. On your without phone. Without internet. Okay, is this. This seems like. That was the most. Per- are you going to want to know why? It's because I had a reward coming at the end. This seems like we're I got supposed to, to be my little demon. Impressed, but you're.
0: <laughs> Hello. Oh, you mean the one with the butt. <laughs> um, I think we're supposed to be impressed by the way you're framing this, but also saying I did notes with no internet on my phone in two hours kind of doesn't sound like. Research, I don't
1: know, it doesn't, but you know what? I promise it is. Okay, because I so <laughs> while we were sitting on the plane, I was getting all the links, and then mm. that way, by when I could do airplane mode, the links were already there. Got it, I just do a little swipe, swipe, swipe.
0: Okay. So I did use internet, but not active internet. Okay, I was gonna say this sounds like you just came out of your dumb little brain.
1: Oh, can I tell you what was supposed to come out of my dumb little brain? What? Oh, I, this story was gonna be so much better, not to like totally flake. <laughs> like... <laughs>
0: up my own notes yeah right you down. already gave us so much confidence okay in the story <laughs> for
1: your for your birthday i was going to do um a revisiting oh, of america's first shifter <laughs> oh dear lord and i was going here i'll prove it was to that you That on my
0: last birthday
1: that was your 30 that was your present wow. for your 30th birthday was those notes wow and so um i was and i wanted to do a revisiting and talk about how a whole year later <laughs> the society of cryptid crypt Cryptid Explorers or whatever bullshit I came up with, <laughs> Society of Cryptid Exploration, they had discovered that, in fact, last time I reported on this, America's Hercine Shifter seemed that they might be uh, giving birth to a new cryptid. Ah! And uh, and then I was going to report on the cryptid. That's precious. And I, I tried so hard. These were the things I was going to try to, wait to write about creatively, but I didn't, I couldn't, under pressure, I couldn't figure it out. So we're just gonna, I'm I just love gonna this. tell you what my raw bullet notes this look like. This is even better. So, first of all, here were the names I was trying to come up with because Leona Renee Lampunyale is kind of a crazy <laughs> fucking name to re- redo. Um, I am aware that lemon was a word in the name oh jesus if you I rearrange d- the did letters not even think of it for those who are somehow sorely listening to this for the first time ever america's hercene shifter is an anagram for christine maria Schiefer, right. which is the cryptid i was talking about in that episode right in front of your very eyes and so i was trying to come up with an anagram for your kid's name and apparently you only named your baby with all l's and e's so Correct. it was really hard <laughs> wait well, um, yeah renee has three e's in it <laughs> alone yeah um and so at one point, here's what I ended up with, because I I found the word gnome, and I was trying to think of another cryptid, so I was like, okay, it'll be a, <laughs> no, she'll oh my, be a gnome. That's cute. And then uh, at one point, I was trying to literally just do what I could with all these goddamn E's and N's, and so there were some extra letters left, so this one didn't work, but my personal favorite was I was going to name the cryptid Pene a la gnome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kinda a vodka. Yeah. And she's Gnome. <laughs> yeah. Uh another one was this was just um oh, where was it? There was one that I really wanted to make work. It was um There was only, like, five letters left, and I was so upset, but Lunar Eel Gnome. I thought that would have sounded like a really cool cryptid. Lunar
0: is in there, too?
1: Yeah, Lunar Eel Gnome.
0: Lunar Lemon. Wow. Also, actually,
1: if I was willing to sacrifice a bunch of letters, Lunar and Lemon both worked. (gasps) The Lunar Lemon.
0: Whoa. Just
1: saying. Anyway, I tried, and these were the things I was going to try to write about her, besides the fact that, you know, in the last few months, we have a new cryptid uh, on our radar, um, that her fangs finally came in. <gasps> She's teething currently. She
0: does. She has one little fang. She's got one little fang. That's so cute.
1: Unlike our predictions, because we originally had overheard from the SCE mm-hmm. that America's Hercine Shifter's uh, little offspring would be born with Full fangs. Full of them.
0: Full of teeth. All sharp little razors. Full of fangs.
1: Um, also, I was going to mention that she had similar facial features to mm-hmm. America's Hercene Shifter. I was going to mention that it's known for its loud wailing and cackling in dark rooms. Um <laughs> I didn't know how I was going to insert this, but I know she loves to play chase right now Wait, where someone so runs up cute. on her. I was going to talk about her best friend in the forest because remember the her scene shifter loves animals. I was going to talk about how she has also found her own friend in the woods named Crinkle Fox. Crispy Fox. Crispy Fox. Fuck. Close. Eat crinkles. Cri- Crispy Fox s- sounds the same to me. Um, <laughs> also, I was going to make Blaze comment on it as I did for you. Aww. I was going to mention how she loves the ceiling. Um <laughs> I was going to talk about how interestingly this cryptid is, has is named somewhere after Detective Ede, who was had the smoking gun file. You're completely right on America's scene Shifter. So yes. I feel like almost she was part of the, the taxonomy naming it's an of this creature. Yes, I was going to re bring up the numerology episode and talk about oh. our predictions for this cryptid, oh that she's a Libra, and also that her entrance into this world was announced by Zach Bagans. <laughs>
0: Okay, that's when you knew it was all So
1: there's like your half ass birthday present from me. Actually
0: that was so good though. I
1: tried so hard, but there's your your
0: lunar lemon gnome. That made me so happy. That was so my lunar note
1: lemon gnome. I tried. We'll try again on her birthday maybe. Oh yeah, there
0: you go. I loved it. And then we'll have more updates. She might have a few more fangs, so you know
1: she better if she just like only shows up with one tooth i will write about that in the dossier that is this cryptid so Uh, the (laughs) dossier okay instead for your birthday i tried uh we did a a topic that i know you enjoy which is a poltergeist oh hell yes so this is in 1938 and this is the story of pause for the
0: sound effect i'm listening i'm not peeing i promise this feels like our like all the back in the old days. I know we're just as hot in here because the AC is off. Hey, look who's not trying to turn the AC on. There he is. <laughs> he literally that was the loudest bug fart I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> he was trying to turn on the AC. I don't blame him. It's hot in here. Oh, also I think we're gonna do I'm um, we're gonna do for our aftermath episode for the Patreon folks, we're gonna do the little Prezi opening. Yes, definitely. Gio, what are you doing? Get why, there's there's two. another one. I told you. No, there's literally two. I literally and told you. I told you, I told you, I told you. There's two of these green monsters. <laughs> it literally flew out from there. Oh, from where? Oh, shit. What? That's a closet. <laughs> and what's happening? Two of them. What do we do? What do we do? Okay, I'm going to leave her when you handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I, we both
1: know how I'd handle it. and It wouldn't make Just you happy. Just do it. I don't care.
0: I'm I'm scared. not going to do it on your wallpaper. Blaze says... Uh-oh, I thought that came from outside, that scream. <laughs> like a coyote. He says, do you need me to get it? Yeah.
1: Ah! Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Blaze, please. I'm sorry. I know you have a sleeping baby. I said,
0: yes, help. So he's coming. <laughs> Blaze. Wind's in the east. <laughs> Blaze, there are two of them now. I'm glad you have two hands, Blaze. Blaze, there's two They're of them. They're green. flying at me. That one and that one. Why are they green? Are they beetles? What are they? What's a leaf, a leaf bug? Like, the leave me alone. <laughs> Wait, that makes me sad. Don't kill it. You got to. kill it. why I wasn't. This is why I didn't do anything. You
1: don't get, oh, oh no!
0: Not the air conditioning. My best <laughs> friend the air How could you forsake
1: into, us? It <laughs> just turned into my nemesis. Is this the bonus footage after the episode? <laughs> here you go. Remember when I gave you that doll to give to your baby? <laughs> to give
0: to my precious never once
1: Never once saw the light of day with that baby. Instead, <laughs> <laughs> so it just kills bugs. Oh, green guts I didn't kill it.
0: I'm sad okay. now. All right, I'll get that paper towel.
1: Thank you, Blaze.
0: Oh, they're all inside of it. <laughs> and they're dead. All right. Thank you, Blaze.
1: Sometimes I wish I... I had, I lived in a house with more testosterone because Alison and I would just absolutely leave. We would move. (laughs) (laughs) You say that. And
0: yet you didn't move.
1: (laughs) That's because we, that's because, okay. It's a bloodbath at our place with cockroaches in terms of like peacefully letting like catch and release. Forget it. Yeah. Well, we'd leave.
0: Not with cockroaches. Not happening. Okay. Anyway, back to this. If I see a third bug, Christine, I swear to God, I'm just going back to L.A. I'm moving with you. I'm moving (laughs) with you to Burbank.
1: Okay, let's try this again. Alma Fielding and the Croydon Poltergeist. This was in 1938, and it was right after a wave of spiritualism. And uh, Thornton Heath is is in a borough called Croydon. So uh, Alma was born in 1903. She had a big sister and a little brother and was... She always wanted to be an entertainer or a performer in some way and her uncle was training her to become a circus performer. Whoa. But I guess she fell off her bike one time mm. and I don't know if that was during clown training or something. But it was a
0: ten foot bike.
1: <laughs> she it was, was on one of those A b- one wheeled ten foot bike. As a unicycle. <laughs> and it was on a tightrope. <laughs> um, right. We failed to mention it was She was also juggling fire, so <laughs> forty um, <laughs> feet
0: above the ground.
1: <laughs> but during that uh bike crash i'm not totally sure what happened she ended up sustaining long-lasting issues from her injury and i think that was kind of the beginning of the end of her thinking she was gonna join sad circus she also grew up being known as very sickly oh i don't know if that word's still used today but she was apparently constantly ill she had a chronic kidney illness um poor thing and by Nineteen thirty-eight. She apparently had several surgeries. um, I think many of them on her kidneys. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Surgery in the nothing is scarier than surgery than surgery in the nineteen in the nineteen in nineteen thirty-eight specifically. The thought of surgery now is terrifying, but the thought of surgery in the nineteen thirties you
1: know it's wild. Is imagine what people in the future would say about surgery about us? Do you know how
0: often I think that? Because I think someday, like oh, in thirty years or fifty years, I wonder if we'll look back and be like, how barbaric was X, Y, or Z? Like, can you believe we? did that without
1: yeah i i wonder too because i feel like the um i feel like back in like back before there was like anesthetic or, right. like, or antibiotics or um like before novocaine they, before or they knew Vicodin. to wash their
0: hands like yeah. things
1: like that or like just like it was just normal for you to just have to literally bite down on a stick uh. and just tough it out and deal with the pain like amputations and stuff i I don't even know i don't even know how Mm -mm. i would just pass out from the pain and never come back i'd be like forget
0: it this is enough i'll leave goodbye
1: without like without any like numbing medication like Mm -mm. that had to have been the greatest invention of all time in that at that of that generation you know
0: people always say like i wonder why there are ghosts from The olden days, but not today. That's probably why. Because they had to go through <laughs> shit like that. If that happened to like me... Like leeches on your eyes and shit? You like... Yeah, you'd like... leech you chop my leg off without any sort of anesthetic. No wonder you're haunting I'd a be, hospital. I'd be fucking haunting a hospital. I don't even think I'd be meaning to... I would just... My energy would be so chaotic. I'd just be screaming for the rest of time.
1: Yeah, well... All right, well, then here you go. This poor girl had a bunch of surgeries on her kidneys mm-hmm. at a time when, I guarantee you, she probably felt it afterwards. Mm-mm. Um and i can only
0: hope they gave her like morphine and stuff like they did remember how like you see those old things and it's like codeine and prescription and like or like coca-cola had like cocaine cocaine and honestly i hope she had a big
1: picture of coca-cola afterwards drug give up whatever she wants um and she uh, not only was a sickly child but apparently she also had some spooky stuff going on as a Mm. child which i think is interesting because there's that theory of like um, and by theory, I mean, like, it's a storyline in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. So someone's thought of it before that, like, ill children can see things almost as if there are spirits that are, like, kind of sucking the life out of them.
0: Oh, leeching. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see. I see what you're saying.
1: I don't know if that plays into this at all, but it's just, like, a connection I thought of. Yeah. Um. But so she claims that a lot of spooky things happened to her growing up. One is that she often reported seeing a Long-faced man no. climb out of her wardrobe and stare at her at night. Goodbye. Like also <laughs> Good the wardrobe, thought. like not even like walk through the door. Yeah, like you had to make it extra weird, extra creepy, like through your
0: clothes. oh gross. Oh, through the clothes.
1: Yeah, then that gives me the feeling of like I don't want to wear this shirt.
0: Because yeah, well, how do you change in the morning? Man touched it. Yeah, he was climbing through this dress. Get it? Forget you know it. he was maybe trying on the dress. I was gonna say as long as he and was... he was
1: staring. I like, got the foot of your bed. Like, what do you think of this outfit? Should I do and a she twirl? Was
0: <laughs> the long-faced man he just wants to be fashionable
1: the lo- like he's probably like please don't call me the long-faced man call me the stylish man call me the fab 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 guy i don't know <laughs> the, fa- the fabulous ghoul <laughs> um so uh anyway so she was having things go on that was just a quick example from when she was a kid but in 1921 she ended up marrying a guy named Les, and uh Apparently it was against her parents' wishes. Uh-oh. I would like to know more about that part of the story. Me too. I certainly would like to be in on the drama. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons she did marry Les, despite her parents not liking it, is that she was secretly pregnant. Oh. <gasps> and she had a, their son the next year. And his name was Don. Um, And at this point in her life, she's still having weird experiences. So an example of that is... Uh, In 1929, which, when I say weird experience, I'm not going to label this supernatural just yet. And I think you'll pick up on the vibes I'm coming with. Okay. Uh, In 1929, she straight up lost her sight for (laughs) no reason overnight. Uh Uh-oh. But she claimed she could still see the world. Uh Uh-oh. In a different way. And apparently, she was... So convinced that she could still see the world, just not with her eyes, maybe with her third eye or something. But she didn't even tell people that she was blind for weeks and nobody noticed. Okay. And the only reason someone picked up on it was because um, her husband noticed that when they were watching TV or a movie, she wasn't looking at the screen. (laughs) Which, like... Oh, no. You could have just been looking at, like, tire shoe or something. No,
0: there was a bug in
1: the ceiling. Right, yeah, well, there's that. (laughs) But so... uh, yeah so sh- and then um, what year was this this was the this was 1929 was there a movie
0: was there a tv wizard of oz i don't know a western a b- i guess they had tvs i don't know i'm bad at they this had, the talkies a silent film sure so you gotta watch something you better because you can't listen <laughs> yeah hey, what the true. fuck is going on yeah i never really thought about how silent films are kind of ableist no i guess so huh i never even considered then, that. Yeah, you think about it, so it was a podcast a radio hmm unless you got those transcriptions uh-huh okay fair enough mm-hmm. uh so we're the talkies is
1: we're the talkies yeah we fed right into the system that's I... what happened there
0: <laughs> oh i got
1: excited you were like this is a problem like... <laughs> oh, now i feel like i have to reevaluate everything um but so yeah so she just told someone like oh yeah weeks ago i went blind and, but I've still been able to completely... Oh, did I even forget to mention it? Yeah, but I'm also completely functioning exactly as is... I just keep, forget to look at
0: the TV. At one time. One time. And maybe because like something was
1: happening. There was and, a
0: big green bug.
1: Yeah. And huh. so that was when her husband was like, oh my God, you went blind. We have to go to the doctor. And after um, eye drops, she was back to normal. Oh. So you were picking up what I'm what I I'm I think so. Um, So that's kind of the theme for the rest of the story Mm so uh in 1930 uh alma was at a friend's house and out of nowhere she got so tired that she passed out on the couch can relate i've literally (laughs) done that here
0: (laughs) i have a thing called a fainting couch if i i I... not
1: even you just have a normal couch the last time i was here It was Christine, Blaze, Eva, and Lisa Lampanelli. They were all, we were, I was lying somehow in the middle of all of you. Lisa
0: was folding laundry above your head and Eva was to your left, like, talking. And And you were in the middle.
1: I was in the middle of everyone. Like, I I don't know what was going, all I know is I thought we were having a great conversation and I (laughs) blinked and then it was dark.
0: And then we were, were, how long were you asleep?
1: Literally, Eva said two hours. Yeah, it was
0: almost two fucking hours. (laughs) I, I was like, what are you
1: talking about? I was like. I was just and, listening to everyone talk. And then all of a sudden, like, <laughs> and everyone was still sitting there, which means for the last two hours, y'all just me, watched me
0: conked out. We were not <laughs> trying to be polite and keep quiet so you can sleep. Like, we were. Clearly, dr- it doesn't matter. We were loud as ever. And I was like, there's no way you were asleep this whole time. You were out cold. Out cold. Out cold. Like, almost in a disturbing Like, fashion. I felt like I time traveled. Yeah. <laughs> but i i'm
1: really good at sleeping
0: yeah i mean <laughs> I'm really good at i it. think it's our birthday episode you can brag all you want
1: i don't have a lot of great traits but like if someone said fall asleep right now for a million
0: dollars i could do it i'll be honest i am terrible at sleeping so i envy you in that way but that's okay
1: it's weird i have also like wild insomnia so like if it's dark yeah, out <laughs> if it's dark out i cannot sleep if the sun is out you game on you give me that million bucks you better believe it so um anyway she passed out in front of i guess all of her friends in (laughs) the middle of the room and everyone just (laughs) sat around her and watched um and while she was sleeping she had a dream that her late father walked up to her and traced an x on the left side of her chest oh no and when she woke up the mark was still there no and so her husband was like i don't know go to the doctor for your dreams because something about she's kind of off something's Yet, happening yeah i can't fix it you're like blind and then you're not you're dreaming about your dad like you know talk to someone else that is not because i'm cause just trying I'm to watch just a
0: silent film with you and you are not participating <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh so she goes to the doctor and right where the mark was they found a cancerous tumor <gasps> oh he
0: was trying to help mm-hmm. or did he put the tumor no he was trying to show he was, the tumor i think he was trying to say like x, x marks, marks the, the spot, spot of okay. like you gotta look right here okay okay and uh and so
1: she ended up getting a mastectomy right in time apparently wow so that's actually i cannot explain that that's
0: pretty good i mean like i thought that the the dad was doing something ghoulish and horrible but he was like no no check that's this like spot.
1: it's honestly like the the best part of the story i think oh great can I tell <laughs> it doesn't like, get like really terrible but i think that's like the most heartwarming believable part to me
0: can i tell you um just like a, a fun birthday story that's always okay so when i was little i had this uh Pooh bear like my winnie the Pooh Pooh bear and he was like my ride or die stuffed animal love it and i would always have birthday parties for him because his birthday was february 6th your mom told me about this in your hercing shifter bio oh no
1: remember you had like, you carried a bunch of dolls around <laughs> And you would like use them to like threaten your brother or something?
0: Well, yeah. (laughs) Only if he was deserved it. (laughs) Only if he was in my fucking way. But so Pooh Bear would have a birthday party every year. And of course, my mother would like make this homemade cake and invite people over and we'd do a big birthday celebration. So February 6th, um, we did this birthday and I was probably five and I had it in my head that X marks a spot. Like that was something I had recently learned, you yeah. know. And so I had a great idea that all my friends and I um, should go out back and look for treasure. And so we started looking for X marks a spot. And then we found an X um made of like little stones and like did you do this a little circle no and i thought oh my god there's something here we should dig it up and so we got um my stepdad at the time brian came out and i was like can you um dig here because we found a treasure and he was like okay and to humor us he started digging and we were like wow we see something there's a box the dog poop no what It was a dead cat. (gasps) Like somebody had buried their... Oh, my God. ...deceased pet. (laughs) I
1: I thought this was going to (laughs) be the cutest story in the world. I thought, thought, like, they had gone out early that day, thrown down an (laughs) axe.
0: Hell no. They would never have thought to do that. It was just me being like, I think I finally found treasure, and then we found a box. To be fair up until the ending (laughs) as a a kid (laughs) kid, i think i was a goddamn pirate it was the most amazing moment we were like holy shit we really did it it's true that's manifesting i was thrilled and then brian all of a sudden went why doesn't everyone go inside and i was like why we just found treasure and he was like get inside now and um at least it wasn't a bunch of children opening the box and screaming oh my god no thank god there was an adult with us and then later um of course, that night as I was going to bed, I was like, mommy, why didn't we get to open the box? She's like, there was a dead cat. in that's it." that's the most or not a way to end this. Yeah. So anyway, that's why I can't sleep <laughs> at night or during the day. <laughs> okay. That tracks. <laughs> anyway, X marks the spot. Okay. Sorry. That
1: doesn't No. And so, uh, uh, yeah. So then she basically, they found out there was a tumor, so she got it removed. Wow. And, uh, I think that was just in addition to all the other creepy stuff that had happened to her, she could just add that to the to the list now. Just add it to the list of surgeries yeah. and... Long face, man in a dress, having a good time and fabulous. feeling right. And, um, so in 1938, Alma lived um, in Thornton Heath as a housewife with uh, her husband, Les, and their 16-year-old son, Don. Um, and also they have a lodger who's living with them uh, named George. Okay. And she's 34 now. Right. And this is when the story really takes place. So it starts February 13th in 1938. And while at another friend's house, Alma feels pain in her stomach and she takes medication, which uh, I think she assumed there was like a kidney situation going on. Sure. And um, so while she's in bed, uh, here, hmm. I want to figure out how to actually, because there were the, the sources said different things. Um, one source said that she was in bed because of stomach problems and less also happened to be on bed rest. But then one of the sources, it got confused and I don't know which one of it it was. She could have been in bed rest because of her stomach and additionally on bed rest because I guess she was getting dentures. Oh. And so one of the things you have to do to have the dentures fit right in your mouth is pull all your fucking teeth out. <gasps> of course. Um, again, probably without any medication to make you feel good about it.
0: obviously bed rest yeah yeah
1: or like advil i don't know (laughs) so cocaine (laughs) (laughs) and so uh, she was either she was on bed rest for the stomach thing and her teeth or she was in bed on bed rest for the stomach thing and les was also on bed rest because it was teeth at any rate they were both lying in bed not feeling right and uh, that is when um alma's looking at their fireplace in their bedroom and there's a mirror above the fireplace Mm -hmm. and she realizes that there are small handprints good night on the mirror nah and the handprints have six fingers okay instead wow. of
0: five ew you just gave me goose cam i wasn't expecting. it just throws you off yeah, it's it just like it that's does. a
1: game changer it does i don't know what it's about but i feel like you know when you have someone who has six fingers on one hand in your house
0: yeah I, th- I feel like that's something you certainly would have noticed by now.
1: Like I knew someone who didn't have any fingers on their hand. And yeah. if they left like a handprint on the mirror, I would know exactly who it was. You're like,
0: well, they were in my house. Yeah. I'd be like, that tracks. I feel like if
1: it's something as rare as six fingers, you usually keep track of well, especially stuff.
0: Especially a child. It's like. Yeah. Especially you, something like You probably small. know if your only child is 16. Uh-huh. Mm, doesn't yeah. track.
1: I don't know. It doesn't make sense. So uh, at the really... I think it was the same night that she notices this handprint. Um, the couple wake up to the sound of glass shattering in their room. Oh God. And when they wake up and they find out that a, a glass, I guess like a water cup or something, but glass, um, that was on their nightstand had been pushed off and shattered all over the floor. Hmm. Then another glass, instead of falling off the table, this one flies across the room and crashes into a wall and shatters. Oh Jesus. Okay. For some reason, this is where her husband tells her to turn the lights off, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> not on. Uh, I guess they turned it on to see what the original shatter was. And then he was like, quick, turn the lights off. As if like, like, what does that do to anybody? What I is that? I don't know. Uh, worst advice I've ever heard from a man ever, to be honest. <laughs> well, that that's saying something. And I know what I'm saying. <laughs> The lights off when a poltergeist. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, so they were, tr- she was trying to turn the uh, so she turned the lights off, hmm. and I guess they were just like sitting in bed wondering what was going on. They felt a cold breeze, and all of a sudden their comforter flew up over their faces, and they felt like they were trapped in the bed.
0: Oh, well, actually, that's very scary
1: they it's like the lights turned off wasn't dark enough so uh they couldn't get out from under the cover they tried reaching for the lamp but even when they would try to turn it back on the lamp wouldn't turn on now well and they screamed until their son came in and when he opened the door to see what was going on a small container of skin cream flew at his face oh my god then the lodger george comes running in to see if he can help and something throws a bunch of coins at him Oh my god which i feel like that was common with these like old english yep. poltergeists either like coins or little rocks or something yeah like like it's a lot of throwing yeah. small things agreed agreed um and after all this uh the sun looks so i guess things kind of die down and then they're looking around the room to see what was going on and when the sun dawn is looking around the room wondering why they couldn't turn the light back on he looks at the lamp and the light bulb is now missing <gasps> and then they look around the room and the light bulb is sitting in the center of one of the chairs on the other side of the room.
0: Bull. Okay, you know That's how That's that f- retainer story. Yep, you know how I feel about center of things. Didn't you have a story about like an earring in the driveway or was that somebody that else? That was that was my ex had that story. Yeah, just like things like Like,
1: it, like also like it was both of them gently That's like the perfectly laid out. It That's- wasn't even it doesn't like it's almost to let you know like oh you didn't accidentally drop this and yes, it's not it's all It's been
0: placed there. Uh-huh. It's so creepy and it's like when my retainer was on in the middle of a cushion like a, a pillow decorative yeah. pillow and it's like, like on display on
1: display almost yeah it's so it adds it such and creepiness since so many ghosts don't do that when ghosts do do it yeah. i feel like they have like a voyeurism Intentional, complex yeah <laughs> like you clearly want to be seen
0: yeah and i'm looking around like oh my god are you trying to watch me find this Ugh, I hate. yeah it. it's hate like it. yeah
1: that also freaks me out because i'm like do you know that i know now or did Ooh. you did you put these down gently and then leave or have you been hiding behind a tree waiting for me to find them and you're into me being freaked out? Spooky. Anyway. Um, I don't like that is what I'm saying about the light bulb. Yeah. Mm. fair. Hey, I read the room. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so the next day in the kitchen, it really goes from zero to 60. Like that happened, like that whole bedroom situation. In one night, right? And then the next day shit is just constant Uh-oh. so in the kitchen she's making breakfast and eggs literally start breaking by themselves or flying across the room or shattering out of nowhere
0: um i feel like that must be a ghost's dream though an egg i feel like that's like so fragile like oh yeah an egg and a light bulb it's like well oh interesting you know it's like i am just shatter this it's pretty easy maybe Fun. that's why small coins and rocks it's like easy to throw i don't know
1: I always thought that, too. I always thought, like, the lighter it is, the less energy it takes. Mm -hmm. And you already have to take so much energy to move anything. To do a little thing. Yeah. So probably the lighter things are more fun. Like, you never hear of, like, a car getting moved. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. Can you imagine if you're on the highway and a ghost goes, never mind. Like, what? (laughs) Um, So, and then a plate also takes off across the room. Uh Uh-oh. And crashes into the wall. So eventually, throughout this story... So many things are getting moved slash exploding on their own slash uh, smashing into walls. You know, it's a lot of movement by unseen hands. This includes items such as jewelry, uh, pots, uh, radios, clocks, plates, vases. Um, they're all either getting smashed into things, exploding on their own Jesus. or vanishing and reappearing in new rooms. Blah, yuck. And not knowing what to do about this because she's like, I don't think the cops would help me. No. Wow it's been a hundred years girl you're still onto something so not knowing what to do because she couldn't trust the police interesting she called the newspaper she was like at least they'll talk about it and people will hear about." it. as
0: long as we can trust the media
1: <laughs> as long as people are talking about me so uh she called the sunday pictorial sure. aka the sunday pick is what it was called i love that for them i love that too when you know you've made it when you get a nickname you know it uh And they, I guess they had, at the time, been running a series where they were putting out stories of people's personal experiences with the supernatural. Ooh. And so she was like, aha, you have my attention and I have yours. (laughs) So she invited them to her house to see for themselves how scary this was. And two reporters come over and they see a bunch of eggs breaking on their own as well as dishes flying across the room. Um, And one plate actually explodes in Alma's hands in front of them. Oh, no. I actually have a quote. This is from an article. This is from the Guardian. And this was when the reporters come from the Sunday pick. I just thought it was very well written. A lot of my quotes, by the way, are from the Guardian in this. So the Sunday pick, as it was known to its readers, dispatched two reporters to Croydon. And as Alma opened the front door to them, they saw an egg fly down the corridor to land at their feet. As she led them to the kitchen, a pink China dog Uh, rattled to the floor and a sharp bladed tin opener, like a a can opener, Mm -hmm. cut through the air at head high, Mm -hmm. head height. Sorry. So a can opener came at their fucking faces. Jesus. In the front parlor, a teacup and saucer lifted out of Alma's hands as she sat with her guests and the saucer spinning and splintering went with a ping as if shot in (gasps) midair. She screamed as a second saucer exploded in her fingers and sliced her thumb. Oh my God. While the wound was being bandaged, the reporters heard a crash in the kitchen and a wine glass had apparently escaped a locked cabinet and shattered on the floor. They saw an egg whirl in through the living room door to crack against the sideboard. A giant chunk of coal rose from the fireplace oh, grate shit. and sailed across the room inches from the head of one of the reporters and smacked into the wall.
0: Whoa! So they
1: just see, it's just
0: it's like beauty bananas. and the Beast, like,
1: fucking chaos almost like a circus
0: (gasps) oh mg that's not actually in the notes at all i'm just kind of putting things together i am sensing this okay Mm -hmm.
1: okay okay Mm -hmm. but it feels almost like someone would say this is a circus i live in this circus yep Mm -hmm. uh uh-huh um so a crowd began forming around um alma's house after the paper came out oh, shit because they were like what the fuck's going on and of
0: course they published her address yeah free <laughs> tickets to the circus
1: so <laughs> one of them was actually apparently a clairvoyant who approached her and said that she was an ectoplasm carrier oh uh, well and if i had a her- nickel <laughs> and her son is apparently in danger and this thing is after her son which, like, an ectoplasm carrier is if, like, you're, a, like, a carrier of a gene of it, like, or, like, you actually right. hold ectoplasm and you're unaware that you know how to manifest it. And it's it. going to come out your nose like those old yeah. egg white things. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And also, I I only saw this source in one place. I didn't see, uh, like, for all I know, she should have just told this to somebody. Like, oh, a clairvoyant came to me and said that I'm an ectoplasm carrier. Good
0: point. So, but I don't know i don't know it's a very unique story ectoplasm carry i've never heard that before. certainly original script original
1: Uh uh-huh um and the next day's article in the sunday pick had the tagline after reporting on her uh the tagline was this is the most curious front page story we have ever printed Mm. so talk about some pr talk about headlines making headlines Uh uh-huh yeah 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 uh and then so the tagline, the the papers come out and people are now hearing about this around town. And so only a week later, Nandor Fodor, yeah, uh, heard about Alma and her supernatural experiences. And I've heard, I I've heard of him before, but I never know how to pronounce his name because he's Hungarian.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, anyway, he's apparent he's a apparently. I do know this information. <laughs> he's he's, he's a, like a, a big investigator. He was a big investigator in uh, during the spiritualist movement. Um, he was kind of on the same page as like Harry Price and uh-huh. uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. I mean, he was like a, a, just a big. Um, investigator into the paranormal. I feel
0: like I recognize the name from the from previous stories. Jeff the mongoose. Yes. And this was confirmed when I googled him and it was like and a talking talking and a talking mongoose. So I I imagine that (laughs) is why I recognize his name.
1: Um so he uh he was part of like the the Ghost Club, which I'm a part of. He was part of the London Spiritualist Alliance, which I don't think that one's still open anymore. He's also part of the literal Fairy Society. Whoa. Um, Fairy
0: Investigation Society. Is which... that F A E R I E or is it F A I R Y? The first one.
1: Wow. Um, and he also wrote for Light, which was like a supernatural paranormal magazine that was cool. big at the time. Um, I think that S P R is in charge of Light or something. Is it like Light like L I G H T? Oh, we're just gonna
0: keep doing this. I don't. <laughs> know. It is, it's or is it like Light like? Like light bright. Like spiritual light.
1: Oh no, L I G H. Okay, got it, got it. Um and he also so his way of going about investigating was that he so Freud, he was a big fan of Freud. Is that F R E
0: Sorry? I didn't know what word you were gonna say <laughs> next, so I was gonna fucking do it.
1: Uh so he he was a big Ew, fan. Of, why? He well, at the time Freud was like the hot shit a genius sure yeah. nowadays you know we don't that. a the little same questionable way. it's fine but he so his really his approach was he liked combining supernatural with psychological uh reasoning i love that i liked it too i mean i i like psychology i mm-hmm. like supernatural i like clumping them together but he um He often thought of supernatural events coming from repressed trauma. Whoa. So he was one of those people that thought that you actually are causing the energy (gasps) around you. Oh, Um, there's actually a quote um, where, so this was his, his thought, which I think it came from a really Freudian space. Um, He said, as the door to the unconscious swung open, Fodor reasoned that a suppressed feeling might escape its human host in material form. Whoa. So he thought that like mediums were Ooh. only more supernatural because maybe they had some like repressed trauma. And so like they, they had like some more like electromagnetic energy around them or Ooh. something like that. So
0: accessing that trauma or unlocking it will like create a manifestation. Uh-huh. Like Whoa. your subconscious
1: was more powerful than you were aware of and causing things around you. spooky. Yeah. And, uh, it got him in some hot water every now and then because he was kind of, um, he, it, it sounded like he wasn't being very kind to mediums by saying like, oh, they're just people with a lot of repressed trauma. And he, sure. Okay. It was just kind of like a, I don't know if he meant it that way, but it certainly probably wasn't being taken well in the spiritualist community because it was also, uh, taking away from it was invalidating anything that they
0: had seen right And sort of dismissing them it was as... like
1: oh well what happened in your in your childhood right okay i see Kinda, like i not at all the same but i got a lot of the same kind of like repetitive experience of like any queer people where it's mm. like oh well, what happened in your childhood to be that queer may, made you this way yeah. Or whatever. yeah again not the same situation no, but, but I, it's see what sa- it's, I see what you're saying i can see from being asked from that, that question before. Yeah. I can see how mediums might have been offended if they were like they thought they were doing honest work. Sure, and the
0: answer is like a lot of fucked up shit. Why you want to yeah, know? Yeah. What <laughs> does that have to do with anything? <laughs> or nothing at all. I'm I, just really good at my job. I had 16 kidney surgeries yeah exactly. with no anesthesia.
1: So, uh he had actually gotten a lot of pr- personal praise from Freud. Or oh. he had sent Freud his work on uh combining spiritualism with uh bringing up repressed Interesting childhood memories and freud had written him back saying like you are making strides in this world love siggy (laughs) love monday (laughs) and so uh when he heard about alma um when nandor fodor fodor uh heard about alma he went into investigating this with a very particular mindset is that's mainly why i'm describing what his approach was just to let you know how he He went into this with like, okay, what happened psychologically? Sure. Um, he also wanted to jump on this case really quickly because this was like right after a big wave of spiritualism. So a lot of investigators were going to hear about it and probably come knocking on her door. And he wanted to be the first one in also because he had been either, either intentionally or accidentally, um, kind of shit talking about mediums. Yeah. Um, yeah they were not very happy with him he actually had just uh, been sued for libel oh, <laughs> and no. so i think he was trying to get back into the good graces and he was like oh i can show them that my work is useful mm-hmm. and if i take on this case then maybe i can like show mediums and clairvoyance and people and spiritualists in general that like i'm not trying to be offensive i don't know he was probably shooting himself in the foot anyway by yeah. trying to be helpful and probably going backwards on that but yeah but his his mindset was like this is going to be the thing that gets me back in the circle uh-huh um and he sent his assistant uh lori evans to the fielding house and lori also saw glasses flying around and shattering and by this point alma also told them that a wardrobe had fallen down by itself <gasps> which may or may not have been the same oh, wardrobe that you. the long-faced man was in yep and it had landed on top of her son's bed oh no he was not in the bed But it almost, I'm wondering if this is where we also heard that a clairvoyant said her son's in danger. Oh, yeah. So Lori goes back and tells Nandor um, about this experience. And Nandor decides that he's going to go to the house. He's going to bring his own eggs and glasses. And he's going to (laughs) introduce himself to the spirits by saying, these are for you to break almost as like a gift. (laughs) Here are (laughs) some eggs. And they apparently break that shit so fast. They ate that shit up. They were like, finally, someone's giving me toys. (laughs) Um and so basically Nandor saw the same thing everyone else had already seen. Then one day it gets even creepier because then George wakes up or George wakes up one morning and he goes to the family and tells them in the middle of the night I woke up to you Alma standing over my bed and smiling. No. And she denied the whole thing. No, no. So that freaked them out. Fuck. And at that point that's when Nandor's like, "Okay, Alma come to um my lab." And I'm going to study you two times a week, three times or three hours per session. So basically six hours per week. And she and he was going to pay her. So oh, that's nice. It was like I just want to like study you and see what's going on and if this stuff is really happening and you're unaware of it. I just want to get evidence of it in my lab that this is the real deal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, each time she came to the lab, she was strip searched apparently by women. Okay, makes it better um and then put into basically one big stocking to like hold her down <laughs> from like her like h- to like keep her from doing any sleight of hand stuff i guess so sure like, so like a sleeping bag situation yeah okay yeah what's that thing that i keep saying that was like on shark tank where it's like a hug oh my a hug pod? god yeah that keeps
0: coming up in your my ads. i think that TikTok. might be my birthday gift
1: to myself too but i want
0: one so bad there's one of robert Hershevik like yeah, in the on TikTok so I keep snuggly. seeing it. Yeah. So I sleep every night with my
1: hands in my pants and my underwear. about this. I I love like the the my hands being held. Yeah, down. I put my fingers like that too. Yeah, it just feels nice. I feel like even if I, if I'm sleeping secure. On a, yeah, yeah, If I'm sleeping on a couch, I know my arms aren't going to fall off the side either. Or that or my arms
0: are up. Yes. here <laughs> they're either up or they're down or they're secured. <laughs> <laughs> There's no in between. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um okay so she's basically in like one of those shark tank
0: things the hug pod yeah the hug pod um that's not what it's called that's what i call it i, I call it it feels like a hug it's a, it's something about a hug and i, I feel
1: like a, a a pea in a pod yeah
0: there you go maybe hug pod what if it is called that and i just said it's not called that is it called if it is it was perfectly fucking named it's perfectly because we named. didn't even mean to do that
1: yeah um Each time she came to the lab, she was strip searched and basically put into like this little hug pod to prove that she didn't have any tools on her and that she wasn't going to do anything with her hands. Right. Um, Another source said she was just put into different clothes than the clothes she was brought. So I don't know if the hug pod, I don't know how legit that is. Okay. Um, And apparently during all the different times that she had gone to the lab to be studied, she was able to conjure or manifest quote coins, coins, Nuts, stones, a finch. Whoa. Live mice, a terrapin, which I'm pretty sure is a turtle. Yeah. Beetles, which is why those little <gasps> green ones were freaking me out. Oh, no. Shards of antique
0: pottery, an oil lamp, and jewelry. Ew. Shards of antique pottery? I don't know why that got me, but like, what? Yeah. It, and like, of all the things. And live animals? Yeah. Yeah, terrapin is a turtle because I think that's the Maryland. Um, oh, the Terps. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. uh Uh, sports. Ter- sp- hashtag sports. Um, yeah. Terrapin mice. Oh God. Mhm. Oh no. Yeah. So
1: so they're like, what's going on? How's <laughs> yeah. this happening? And interestingly, it was so one of those things that I mentioned was jewelry, and it is interesting to report that sometimes Alma would go jewelry shopping. Oh decide not to buy something in front of everybody and yet it would just show up later in the lab how mysterious as one source called it um paranormal shoplifting
0: (laughs) really i like that
1: um here is actually when they when they wanted to test out like where this jewelry was coming from or how it was showing itself um nandor and four of his colleagues actually took her jewelry shopping and here is a quote Alma, in skittish spirits, agreed to see if her poltergeist could spirit a ring from the local branch of Woolworths. (laughs) Woolworths. My stupid mouth can't say it. Woolworths. It's a lot. It's a lot. And at the jewelry counter, uh, Fodor and uh, and his party watched Alma select a ring with two stones and a curved bridge. They examined it and then returned it to the assistant. It was the nicest ring there, Alma said, but she did not want to buy it today. The shop girl eyed them suspiciously as they moved away. She said, or Fodor said, it looked fishy to her and she followed us. We began to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> as the group turned into a road near the shop, Alma said that she heard a rattle in the box that she oh was carrying. Oh my God. And Nandor took the box from her, opened it up, and found the ring she had. Oh my God. And he said, my flesh creeped, which is Ooh. how I feel when Christine <laughs> walks in the room. But also, like, why did your flesh creep? Because, like, aren't you like supposed to be like a, a big old researcher? I'm trying to figure
0: out why the f- like.
1: Mm, mm,
0: I don't. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't uh-huh. know. Uh-huh.
1: I don't know. Uh-huh. I feel the same way as you. Mm. Uh, and it got even wilder in the lab when one day Alma was able to summon because they were doing seance p- seances in this research lab to see if she could conjure anything. And during one of the seances, she summoned a Persian spirit guide. Oh dear. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-oh. Wild in a lot of ways. Also, like, do we know this person was Persian? Or did someone say they were Persian?
0: Mm, a lot of questions.
1: Also, apparently, they this uh, spirit guide had a pet tiger.
0: Oh, of course. He was Persian.
1: <laughs> and apparently, Lord. after each session where she would talk to this Persian spirit guide, when she would leave the room, she would be covered in scratches that was from the tiger
0: Sure. I think of a tiger scratched me. Was gonna it say, wouldn't be a little scratched. I don't think you'd walk I think out be of there. Fucked up. If a tiger scratched you, you'd probably be gone for though, sure, right? Um,
1: another time, she told Nandor that she had a dream that a bat bit her, mm. and later showed her the punk showed him the puncture wounds in her neck oh. that he was not there to witness being created. So she could have just done it herself. Yeah. Which also means she's hurting herself for evidence. I'm assuming, by the way, that. None of this happened because all of the sources were pretty clear and the theory that this is not accurate. I <laughs> just gotta so say, I
0: don't think you've covered this before. I don't think I have like, either. There is no
1: way we would have... I have to go back and listen to the Thor and Heath Poltergeist. Cause maybe
0: you shouldn't. <laughs> honestly, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe just leave it in the past. Cause... Maybe
1: no one else listened to it either because I really don't want to find... On my birthday, nonetheless, I don't want to find out how wrong I was. dare you? At least once. Could have been right now or... Or, episodes or then who knows i don't want to find out no let's just assume that that one town happened to have two it's boulder guys so guests. wild um here's another thing one time she claimed to fall into a trance um and then she ended up at nandor's lab where she stood outside and saw a chauffeur standing there um and they think she was astral projecting or she was Ooh. claiming astral projecting In this trance. So she shows up at the lab. She sees a chauffeur there. And the chauffeur also sees her, even though she didn't know he would be able to. (gasps) And then the chauffeur later claimed that he also saw her standing there and it looked like she was a solid, full human body. Oh, okay. And Mandor is like, she could have literally just gone there (laughs) and stood there. Oh, and, like, the chauffeur saw her, and she's telling everyone she wasn't
0: there. Can you imagine? She's jogging up to the front, like, I'm astral projecting. He's like, why are you running down the block? Yeah. So, I, I think the skeptics are like, she
1: probably was just, just there. went there. Considering, I mean, she, like, told everyone she was blind, and then she yeah, wasn't. There's... And she told everyone. Mm. I feel like there's a lot of things she's telling people, and there's really no evidence <laughs> Let's of just it. just say red flags. A lot of red flags. Sure. Um... And so, and it's actually the, the reading the sources of this was very fun because all of them were like trying to very passively be like, so she was lying. The They're whole like, time. you get it. Yeah. Get every it, source was it. pretty on top of it. <laughs> they were like, okay, so the theory is that this is all We're not all on true. the same page. Um, so... Her claims ended up getting darker. Uh Uh-oh. Which is fascinating in hindsight because this is a a psychological perspective. Right. He was looking from a psychological reference. Because the things that got darker is she is now claiming that a spirit is forcing itself on her at night. Uh Uh-oh. But if you were playing the Freudian game, it's almost like she's now getting vulnerable and really talking about something that might have happened. Oh, no. Assuming that there was repressed memories or something. I don't know what happened. Assuming that theory... Based What's on her? his theory, this is kind of giving him some oomph. It's like
0: playing into that theory, yes.
1: Um, another one, uh, here's a random one. Here's another thing that she's now claiming, is that on her last kidney surgery, she died on the table, oh. and she's been a ghost this whole time. Wait,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on,
1: what? Um, And she's partially dead. Oh, sure. And Me too, by the way. <laughs> uh, she's partially dead and has been keeping it a secret. Um, but sometimes when people aren't around, she can float or be invisible, mm. but only when people aren't around. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but here's another one Girl. that is also from a psychological perspective. If that's the route we're going, could be telling. Uh, she then tells them that there's a new experience she's been having, which is she has the urge to hurt animals. <gasps> oh no. Yeah. She well, really is a field day and fuck this in psychology today um she even reported seeing her cat uh have an injury and she was worried that she had done it while blacked out oh dear oh no and also since no one was around for all we know she did hurt the animal and she's just saying like oh i don't remember
0: maybe i did oh
1: this is troubling yeah this is troubling um so nandor at the uh at this point is uh, wildly aware that alma is probably making these things up. And as a Freud fan, he believes that it was her way of dealing with repressed trauma. Mm -hmm, And mm he said, he thought it was probably of sexual nature. Mm. Um, And he assumed this because there was a previous case he worked on that was similar to Alma's where he was able to conclude the same thing. Also, the fact that one of the things she is now announcing Mm -hmm. after enough time spent with him is like, I'm having fears like that or something like that's happening to me. And maybe she was maybe she wanted to talk about it but she was using this kind of like other storyline to kind of cushion the blow or so she didn't want to face it who knows yeah and also maybe that never happened i don't know but yeah this is the conclusion he came to and one source says that he also had learned after spending enough time with her that she was also grieving two miscarriages sorry um plus growing up Uh, sick as a child and also in this source it said that her husband may have been impotent and she was sleeping with the lodger in the house oh no this was like a this is quite the scandalous uh source but in theory there were a lot of problems or things she was dealing with that could have had her like snap or she would have been using this story as a I don't know what the right word would be, but
0: yeah, she's
1: using this story as a way to cope with I, everything. Right.
0: And I mean, even, like, I'm not saying any of them are true, but even if one of them were true, yeah, that's a lot. Like, so yeah. even if, yeah,
1: that's... But then um,
0: also remember, he recently got sued for libel because he
1: was... So I don't know if even this right. information that we're hearing that he discovered about
0: her and is useful. It, what was it? The '30s, right? It was the '30s. He could just be like, "Oh, she did this." and She's hysterical, guy, and she's hysterical, and her uterus is all fucked up.
1: Yeah. So. She's already, like, coming up with stories that don't seem right. So she is not sounding super valid. She's at a disadvantage as far as, like... She's at a disadvantage. Men judging the situation. He's also at a disadvantage because he's already been known to, like, not be saying the right, right stuff. So he could be... And and he's trying to get in the good graces of a community he's now been kind of cast out of. Yes. So he could be just coming up with this shit to make his research look better. Interesting. Um, And he also... At any rate, no matter who's right or wrong, in, in the research next, he tells Alma, before you come to your next session at the lab, I'd like you to get an x-ray. And he doesn't give her the reason, but really, he wants to see if she has been smuggling things in despite being strip searched, if you know what sure. I'm saying. Sure, she swallows a couple of terrapins. Or she's putting things up places. <laughs> no, not live animals. I don't know. um, okay. We don't, I don't give you an answer about ah. that. Unfortunately, that's a mystery for you to Aww. discover. Um... But so he doesn't tell her that he's just like, oh, I just need you to get an x-ray. And the x-ray comes back on the same day that she has something heart-shaped on her body. And sure enough, at that lab session, she does a seance or something and magically conjures a heart-shaped locket. Which I think she had put on up there. And then with her hands, some sort of sleight of hand, pulled it on out. In the magic hug. What, What do we call it? The magic hug. I thought you were referring to a vagina. I was like, that is a magic hug. It's inside my ma- <laughs> magic hug. <laughs> it is. It is. I don't know. You, you know, no one would disagree, I don't think. I mean. It's a it's a great euphemism. Thank you. Well, so she had a heart-shaped locket in her magic hug. <laughs> <laughs> and then she... Pulled it on out of her magic hug. So, Beep, boop, pop. There we go. Bada bing, bada boom. So <laughs> Nandor told his cohorts, because he saw the x-ray and then this happened, he was like, okay, folks, this is what's going on. She's clearly, like, bullshitting us. Um, but I don't want to study her anymore from a supernatural po- like standpoint, because she's clearly... Not, this isn't supernatural anymore. This is fake, right. He was like, I just want to study her from a psychological perspective. (laughs) Which is like, what an insult. But also like, he's, I would too. I'd be like, I just want to
0: keep watching you. This is still fascinating. Yeah. Just in a different way.
1: Yeah. So I would have been one of those unethical people and been like, yeah, that's what we're absolutely doing now. But apparently that
0: goes completely against of their values. Of course it does. And empathy. Of course it does. Oh, so we're just going to do a psychological study. She has no idea. Yeah. But we're just going to psychologically mean, study this woman. But
1: the nosy part of me, I'm like, okay, well, let's, let's do it. <laughs> I kind of want to see how far does this go? Oh,
0: my God. Um,
1: and so all of the people that were working with him, and he was like the chief researcher at this institute, by the way. And all the people that he was working with, they were like, this is unethical uh also like we've been noticing that i think one of the things that he did was like something with deception but he was starting to get so desperate to prove his point that he was no longer using proper methods anymore and so they were like this isn't good it's going too far um and also now we know she's not a supernatural being so like there's no point to this and so not only did they halt the investigation immediately but he was also kicked out of his own lab oh no yeah and so, um, despite his desperation to solve the case, he did earn the respect back from some spiritualists. Um, and here's a quote, instead of, um, catching her in it and then calling her out and exposing her to everybody, um, he did not seek to denounce or humiliate her, especially when he was unsure. So he was trying to be more That's nice. even everything that's in her file by the way is uh quote transcripts of uh his interviews with her and seances with her lab reports x-rays copies of her contracts scribbled notes sketches and photographs and later on um much later on like very recently for us um, an author named kate summerscale got a hold of the notes and wrote a book on all the events and uh called the book the haunting of alma fielding and it was literally published during covid no way so it's brand spanking brand new. spanking new and in her book she also talks about the relationship that she notices between poltergeist cases and how those spirits most often affect women in uh in particular wow because if you look back on a bunch of poltergeist cases it's usually women but it's also often children teenage girls
0: or preteens or or
1: servants (gasps) or enslaved people right or people with minimal to no power in the households oh whoa yeah you just gave me goose cam well that's that's miss kate for you and it was a really interesting take which now that i've heard it i'm like duh right but it it was just a really nice way to write in from a current feminist perspective totally to be like yeah a lot of those poltergeist cases obviously aren't true but there might have been a psychological reason for why these people without power were seeking control fascinating and so here's a quote that i thought was really good um also from the guardian and i don't know if this was kate herself or if this was the guardian speaking about and it was one of them um women had enjoyed a spell of freedom during and immediately after the war when many of them went out to work but the popular press now encouraged them to keep to the home mm. the daily mail even warned female readers against having too lively of a relationship even all the way down to their belongings mm. one paper advertised don't wear a necklace if you're tempted to twiddle with it <gasps> Keep your hanky in your bag. It's not meant to be twisted. So oh
0: don't God. fidget. Ugh, the ADHD women were fucking struggling. Oh, wow. Did you see uh, the comments in my in that fucking Instagram live we did where people were like, stop touching your hair. Stop playing with your hair. Stop playing with your face. Oh my God, face. the Daily Mail from the 1930s was in our Instagram it's live. Like Crazy. They knew. And then they said "Um, not to be your mom or a bunch of people were like, not to be your mom, but like, stop playing with your hair. It looks fine. And then- my mom who was <laughs> in europe and i didn't even think she had was awake posted like as your mom yes stop playing and fiddling with your hair and touching you just your get nervous. face i i fidget i touch i play with my whatever i, I don't even mean, notice it anymore everybody made me so self-conscious i
1: can't i get nervous and can't climb stairs so <laughs> you know we've all got our thing. so the rest of the quote is the ideal woman was contained composed and restrained but for a woman with psychic powers or at least pretending to have psychic powers, uh, different rules applied. A medium could undertake extravagant feats of mobility, astral projection, transfiguration, time travel, levitation, and in doing so, escape the constraints of her gender and her class. Wow. Wow. So that it makes total sense to me absolutely. that – absolutely, Especially it didn't even occur to me that like immediately after the war and during the war they had their own freedom because all the men were fucking gone. But have
0: you heard that? That happened in the U.S. too mm-hmm. where after the war because they said, you know, they had the whole like, um, you know – go to work yeah we're women we can do it we can do it we fill in and then the second the men came back they were like anyway now go home and make pies and yeah it, it was like we we just were we holding just proved up the entire we, economy we yeah. literally held the country together we for you. held the fucking country <laughs> together and were parents and yeah. worked and now you're like anyway go back to your fucking it's just the most condescending yes <laughs> pat on the head Absolutely. of like great now go back
1: and clean Thank the kitchen you for your
0: hard work yes yeah. exactly go clean the kitchen yeah
1: yeah and so well it makes sense that also during a wave of spiritualism absolutely that all of them would be like i just found out how powerful i can be without you around and now if you're gonna keep me back in the kitchen like i'm just gonna make moves in a different way and show you that i can still control situations that'll freak you the fuck out
0: absolutely or even subconsciously like even subconsciously yeah even like, if you didn't even do it on purpose but you were like i need some sort of like control over my surroundings yeah oh my god in that wild so i thought that was a great talking point that
1: i I hadn't really heard before i i there's always a way to throw feminism into anything i love it (laughs) um so although that is a great talking point the main theory at the time was that alma was an aspiring performer who never got to live out her dream right and she found an audience and began stretching the story to keep her audience interested when she realized that they were hitting dead ends i mean also
0: can't totally i I honestly it's literally and what is going on in this room i I record in here three days a week, and this is not an issue I've ever encountered. I feel fear. Okay, let's. I I'm feel almost <laughs>
1: done. Fear. Okay, so um, hmm, hmm, hmm. so <laughs> the the main thought is that she was an aspiring performer and she found an audience, so she ran with it. Or she could have truly been afflicted by something early on, like she was a little kid and saw the long face man. Like right. I've seen shit. Like she could have really just been. Especially, there is the theory of if you're sicker, maybe something was leeching onto you or felt, you felt you were vulnerable Vulnerable. to something. Um, and maybe your talents only went so far. And when you felt like people weren't interested anymore, she all of a sudden was making it much more dramatic, just hoping for five more seconds of fame before she had to go back to like working in a kitchen and being a housewife. Right. And so one theory is that it was all bullshit one was that only the second half was bullshit like part of it was true mm-hmm. like maybe the x on her or yeah. whatever and maybe... like she's had some spooky shit happen but she was just desperate for attention when people stopped caring about the real stuff mm, interesting um and so nandor believed that it's probably the second one where at first she was genuine and yeah. had some real issues or at least some real experiences and then afterwards it became a hoax when she saw that people were losing interest sure um and there were many reports early on from witness says that the phenomena was real and was authentic so that does help in that favor that like in the beginning there is some shit that people just can't explain um and even her own parents and her own family didn't believe in her gifts until a plate literally exploded in like the mom's hands right so um even her own family says like it was probably legit because they couldn't explain some of it but as for like the things near the end like no one really believes so it just got out of hand. It just got out of hand. I think she maybe liked the limelight too much and took it too far. And then everyone was like, okay, we see through this. Wow. But now that with uh, that book that came out in 2020, it's interesting to see why she kept pushing it, even though it sounded ridiculous. Like if there's a connection to like feminism or independence or one yeah. control. And she was like, I don't know if there, if what that, I don't know what the connection is, but it's interesting to now
0: think about it from that framework. Yeah, it could be like, oh, she wanted her own like, control over her narrative or whatever. Even
1: if it was like, even if she was like, I know I'm being irrational and crazy, but like 10 minutes from now, I'm going to have to go back to being a housewife. I, I'm just like, let me, let me just have the attention. I don't know. Throw some eggs against the wall. Throw some eggs know? against the
0: wall. Which I think
1: she always, uh, as far as we know about her, she always maintained that everything was real. OK, what? And again, like how wild that he was coming at this from a psychological approach. And this is the one that I'm most interested in
0: psychologically. Absolutely. So I'm like, what were you thinking, girl? And the fact that he even said I'm coming at this psychologically, but I also think it could have been real mm-hmm. and psychological at the same yeah, time. Could have been both wow So i feel like his
1: story ended well of like he wanted to be back in the good graces while still being a healthy skeptic totally and i think it
0: worked he found that medium wow okay that was a great story thank
1: you it took forever because we had so many delays with that stupid bug and everything no
0: i feel like i caused a lot of delays as well um i'm gonna tell you my story but i have to refill my wine drink for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code drink Very excited. Okay. And because it is our birthdays. Yes. I was like, I'm going to go to on this day in history Ooh. and just find a criminal with the same birthdays. Dude. Oh, that's so smart.
1: I was like, that's my extent of. Is the... it the criminal's birthday or is this the day of the
0: crime? This is the criminal's birthday. Ooh. So okay. they have a similar astrological chart to you. Okay. Got it. Yes. So you, I guess, have to share the spotlight today. That's fine with this criminal i'm used to sharing it with you so
1: (laughs) it was an adjustment
0: but we're here (laughs) um so this is the story of cletus hems okay and i feel you found a cletus okay we were just talking about the fucking name cletus i'm glad i feel validated because you really kind of gaslit me into thinking i was crazy and i really i okay when i was researching this i said to blaze do you know the name Cletus? And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, do you know that name? And he's like, yeah,
1: I guess. Christine and literally acted like... Oh, well, I acted. You really had no, never I heard the... I legitimately had never heard the name Cletus before. And I said like, oh, some... I don't remember who I was talking about, but I was like, oh, someone named Cletus. And she was like, that's a real name? And I was like, that's literally such a name. But
0: you it's were like, like, oh, it's such a, like a hillbilly name or
1: like a... It's, it's like, like the stereotype of like a, like Cletus. Like a Southern, like whatever. Like hillbilly, yeah.
0: And I... Was like, I I said, remember, it sounds like a Roman
1: general or something. Hey, any Cletus listening to this is going to really like what you had to say, because I'm sure I
0: just damaged my relationship with Cletus's. Cleti. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, I had never heard that name before. So when I found this, I was like, well. Who do we even
1: know named Cletus? Why were we talking about that? You said it was your dad's dog's name.
0: Oh, yeah. My dad got a new dog named Cletus. And I said, what is he, like a Roman general? And you were like. What he's, a, you, he's a dog from the sticks, actually. You're like, but what, what are you talking about? A no, Cletus, I
1: think, probably fits him. Anyone that lives in that
0: area. And you were like, Isn't that a name from The Simpsons? Yes, it is. I looked it up. It is definitely a name from The Simpsons. It's kind of the like Hick guy mm-hmm, and the stereotype. I, as someone who lives in Kentucky, I
1: was like, How have I never. Yeah, honestly, embarrassing. embarrassing. You're about to. Embarrassing. <laughs> you're going to run into like 10
0: Cletus. Cletai? Cletai? Clete- <laughs> and they're going to feel like. You never heard of me? But that's the part where I you told me this I never heard it and then I started Did you started, think I was fucking tricking you? <laughs> no, no. But then I started researching like, oh, what story should I do? And that came up and I was like, ring ding ding. Seriously, like what are the odds? Anyway, so you're right, I'm going to start suddenly start meeting people with that name probably. Um so anyway, shares a birthday with you. Great. Sorry to do it. Um, so we don't know much about his early life, but we do know he was born and raised in a small town in the South. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I'm not surprised by that information now. Yeah, tracks. He was described as charming, made friends easily. Um, someone described him as a pillar of the community. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Well, that'll do it. Red flag. Um, he even used to be a reverend, had like a reverend shtick going. But he worked as a programmer um, and he traveled a lot for work. Uh, it seemed like nobody, I don't know. The vibe I got was that people didn't completely know what he did for work because they just all said he was a programmer. And I feel like that's a very vague term.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And again, I don't know much about programmer, pro- programming, programmer. programming, what? I don't computer. know. Computer, like a
1: computer programmer and a Cletus don't connect. In that's my the head. part.
0: Maybe that's the part. Maybe I just have. Um, a also, bi- maybe I'm being, maybe I'm biased, you know, maybe I'm being a dick to Cletai. Exactly. One day, Cletus was out on a business trip when his girlfriend, Eileen Betzels, got a call from his work, and they asked if he was available, and Eileen, confused, said no. He is on his work trip, Mm -hmm. and they were like, where? And she was like, Northern California, and his coworker was like, he's not on a work trip, at least not for us. Oh, shit. Yeah, we don't have a work trip on the schedule. Oh. Uh, and that's when Cletus's lies began to unravel.
1: Hmm.
2: Hmm.
0: I'm not a programmer. I'm not, <laughs> or, a or a reverend, or a pillar of the community. <laughs> now, one of those is true. True truth is a lie, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So rather than this is my favorite part of the story because I feel like this often goes the other direction. Oh. Rather than let Cletus know she was onto him, Eileen was like, "No, everything's fine. Everything's normal." so when he would call she would be like oh no everything's normal like she didn't say like why are you not on a work trip like she was like i'm gonna get to the bottom of this but pretend she was doing the sneaky thing she was doing the christine move (laughs) that's like such
1: a christine move thank you my favorite thing has been christine is so smart that she plays dumb She does it all the time. It's one of my favorite. It's act- my favorite, especially when she's talking to men. It's my favorite activity. And she goes, "I'm sorry, I'm just a little confused." And can I'm you like, "Just
0: explain that to me
1: again." I love it because, like, you are kind of implying that you have like a stupid female brain, mm-hmm. if one at all, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just like, "I'm sorry, I'm just so confused." Can you can
0: you explain that to me again? I'm sorry, I'm just so dumb. Can you say it again in easier words? <laughs> and slowly and slowly and then they're like i can't and i'm like what a
1: surprise it's my i've literally we won't say names but there have been times where i've literally watched christine (laughs) tell me in advance she's like i'm gonna fucking say this and get the truth out of them and there have been men who have tried to trick us we have those sneaky
0: little bastards. we have
1: been almost bamboozled by someone's words Mm. and had we not called them out but Mm. christine was i was like literally this guy said this and christine was like I'm going to play stupid and then make him re-explain it to me and catch himself in that stupid lie. I love that game. It's so fun.
0: But sometimes... You're so good at it. They're so dumb, though. That's the problem. Well.
1: It's not not even that I'm good at it. Wait a minute. Are we talking about the obvious? Wait, what?
0: Wait a minute. Hang on. (laughs) There have been moments where they'll be like, I just talked to Em about it. And I'm like oh really and i'll M- be like no you did not em is two feet from me and has been
1: because it <laughs> was of- a great day We
0: are on a road trip yeah and i go oh you did just talk to M about it oh weird what did they say oh give me more information yeah yeah explain yeah. it to me well hang on let me turn on my phone recorder okay <laughs> say more say more say more um yeah love that game my anyway, favorite. anyway, okay. So Eileen is a little. Sorry, Steenie. Eileen gets it. Um. So Eileen's she's, like, she's she's with the bad even days. Don't fucking worry. Everything's normal. But she started looking for clues. Started looking through all his shit. Oh well, that's also very Christine. Yeah. Well, it's like I'm also, just while also, I'm here, I might as well learn about <laughs> everything. So she goes through all the cabinets because, okay. She, what? <laughs> she, I'm trying to defend her here. Uh, well, because she, she hears, oh what work trip from the co-worker uh-huh. and is like well shit i have to imagine she had some sort of inkling uh-huh. that this guy was lying to her okay because why else would you be like okay i'm just gonna go through all his shit because he's hiding something
1: i, don't I mean know. W- whether or not i think you'd find a reason to do it <laughs> i don't true. know but i lead but i feel like <laughs> you'd be like well we could i feel like they're hiding
0: something. I don't uh, have any evidence. I
1: like how you're like, I'm going to defend her when it's like, you're probably the same person. So <laughs> okay. at this point. That's fair.
0: <laughs> That's a fair. Okay. So she pretends everything's hunky-dory. She starts looking for clues. She starts going through all his shit um, in the cabinets, etc. She is going through the kitchen. Sorry. Is there a bug? Yeah. You know, he's been bugging me. Oh. <laughs> but... <laughs>
1: Continue without comment because you don't deserve it. (laughs) I'm gonna pee my pants. Okay. I'm gonna get on another plane and leave.
0: (laughs) Don't blame
1: you. I don't. What what was with the quickness
0: to that? That was so smooth. So idiotic is what it is. Um so she goes through some cabinets, she finds a box of tea that has been in there for years but uh, for some reason has never been thrown away much like this creepy demon that is on your cake that was never thrown away. I love him. She opens up the box of tea and she finds a key. Okay. Okay. She's never seen this key before. So she goes throughout the house to see if it matches any of the doors in the house.
1: Are you laughing cuz it's embarrassing how similar you are? It's embarrassing, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that in Spanish? Are you just are you just are you just reading a diary entry from like three days ago this that you is wrote?
0: My life journal.
1: <laughs> Surprise! Like, huh. I played dumb, then I looked through everything, then I found a key and opened every door. And when you know
0: it I swear to god there's a lemon in this Sorry.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine?
0: No, but I might try to insert one. What is okay. it? A lunar lemon. <laughs> Your little eel gnome or whatever? <laughs> eel gnome. Oh, okay. Oh, Penalinome. gnome. That's yeah. actually really good. Honestly, it sounds good. It's actually really good. Um, okay. Sorry, this gets disturbing. So um, <laughs> we'll get there shortly. So she goes through all the cabinets, blah, 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 finds this key, and she does not know what the fuck it goes to. So she drives out to their vacation cabin. Mm-hmm. This is where they spend summers. Mm-hmm. She.
1: <laughs> what did you do next
0: christine so they had this sort of like cozy cottage situation uh-huh. and he'd always told her this would be <laughs> what this is the perfect place for us to get away from it all and be ha- uh quote closer to na- i almost wrote hashtag <laughs> closer to nature uh-huh. okay red flag red flag red flag red flag so closer
1: to nature aka
0: In the woods, in the fucking woods. Okay. Okay. So it seems really sinister now, even though in the past she just fucking believed that he wanted to just be closer to nature. So she has no idea what to expect. She goes into the cabin um, and sees nothing. Mm -hmm. So she had this key, and she was like, "I feel like it has to go somewhere." So she searches around the cabin, and the only thing that seemed odd was a sort of like mildewy, weird smell. But she was like, "Fucking lemon." She was like somewhere out in the woods,
1: so she heard a noise. It's eleven.
0: <laughs> you tried. I tried so hard. <laughs> to be fair, I knew it wouldn't go very far. So two bullets <laughs> I already. I already...
2: <laughs> so. <clears throat>
0: What she searched around the cabin. The only thing that seemed odd was a sort of mildewy smell, but she chalked that up she chalked that up to being out in the woods. Then she heard a noise. It sounded almost like a low rolling sound, like uh-huh. someone was rolling a a ball or a marble around. Uh-huh. She looked everywhere but couldn't figure out where it was coming from. Then she realized it was coming from underneath her. Yeah, she started rolling up the rugs. She rolled up a particular buffalo plaid rug uh, yeah. and found a trap door <laughs> with a staircase. <laughs> she bravely or stupidly climbed down the stairs at first. All she could see was a bed.
1: <laughs> if Zach Bagans crawls out from out of the
0: bed, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. But then she noticed there was someone hiding under it. Oh, my God. She described them as looking worn and haggard. The first thing she blurted out was, who are you? And the person said, my name is Zach Bagans. (laughs) Is that in the notes? Let me see your stupid computer. Her name was Chloe Fisherman. Oh, okay. (laughs) Threw me off there. Was she eating bagel bites? Something's going to happen. Chloe's voice sounded muffled. When Eileen looked closer, she realized Chloe was trapped in some sort of glass case. Oh, for fuck's sake.
1: Chloe Fisherman. Don't even say anything. (laughs) Hang on. Chloe... C H L O E, I know lemons in there. What else is it? Don't even don't even say it. I want to figure it out myself, because I know it's stupid. <laughs> 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 no! Hang on. <laughs> I want to figure it. What? It, hang on. Oh, okay. Chloe, Fisherman. Okay, get rid of the L E O. Uh huh. It's <laughs> I don't eat I It's Christine and Lemon, isn't it? No. Hang on.
0: Fisherman with an E and uh-huh. Chloe without the
1: H. I like how you had to come up they had to get back creative. It's an
0: alternative spelling.
1: Uh-huh. Mom, what you, what does he call you? What's my last name. Is it Schieffer? Oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> 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 oh <my> god. Fuck. <laughs> <What?
0: laughs> Okay. Chloe was trapped in some sort of glass case. This is a crime. This fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> Call the police. I already did. On myself. Not only that, but Chloe wasn't a human. <laughs> yeah, well. She was a lemon. <laughs> a beautiful mummified lemon whose mother, the hercene shifter, was missing her like crazy. <laughs> You see. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What did Cletus do? What did Cletus the Reverend do? Cletus Hems had been using his business trips to find his victims. Oh, that's a clever uh, spin. Poor Eileen soon found out that nothing she knew about Cletus was true. Even his name, Cletus Hems, was an acronym for The M. Schultz. Uh
1: Aha. Honestly, genius that you got Cletus to work. I screamed. Honestly, I also kind of gonna internal I wanna scream, but I need to process it first. I screamed. I, I it works. Like, it's so
0: cool. So is it actually
1: is a Cletus spelled the right way? C L
0: E T U S. Amazing. Yeah. Honestly, that's amazing. I was shocked. Cletus what? Hems H E. Well, the name last name doesn't really make sense, but with a Z. H E H M Z. Hems. Whatever. Wow. The fact that you got Cletus to work is out of control. Shocked. Because it was right after we talked about it, that's and so I had odd. never heard the name before. And thank God for Inga's anagram generator, because that's she- what I used for yours. Wow, Inga! I literally,
1: I literally used Inga earlier to try to figure out Inga Leona's changed our lives. Benayala, gnocchi or whatever. <laughs> Not gnocchi. No, I know it's gnocchi. The gnocchi. The gnocchi. <laughs> the gnocchi. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say earlier? Pasta. Pasta la gnome. Pascalinum. Pe- pen- okay, Penailinum. Penailinum. Fucking Inga, or whatever her name is. She <gasps> Inga is-, is on it. She really is. And it really, you, she figures it out as names. Like it's like, really, it's creepy. literally, it's meant for shit that we've been doing. By the way. <laughs> but I feel like you're not getting the credit you deserve. But I do. <laughs> so dumb. I, you know what? I kind of had a hunch earlier. I knew you did because I literally said like, "Oh, we should do something. Should we, we do notes? We could do I something know. different for our notes." And you were. Interested in doing our notes more than winging it, and I was like, "That's not the Christine." On I know. what
0: planet would I ever say, "Let's"? I was like, do "She's up to something." Work. What is uh Eileen? What's that one? Okay, hang on. Oh, okay. I need to tell you first the fate of Cletus. We, oh God. Cletus Hems was convicted of one count of lemon napping in the first degree. <laughs> Only one count, amazing.
1: Only, I really got off. I only was, one, yeah. But I, I had a plea, a plea deal or something. Uh, to
0: be fair, you're now imprisoned in Burbank, California, with cellmate Trey Songs, with an S, of course, obviously, and about two dozen cockroaches.
1: <laughs> That's uh... the
0: hell that I deserve, obviously. <laughs> okay, and Chloe Fisherman is Lemon Cheever. Uh, Cletus Hems is Emma Schultz, or the M Schultz, and Eileen Betzels. Eileen Betzels. <laughs>
1: I was trying Eileen Betzels.
0: Should I say is it that? Allison? No.
1: It has to be you, but I don't know what... It's not me. And it's not Allison? No. Nope. Eileen Betzels. Betzel is, has a Z in it, yeah? Yep. Who else do I know with the fucking... Zach Bagans. Nope. Who?
0: Do I, want, do I want to keep guessing? Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> Your girlfriend. I'm sorry, Allison. I just had to do it. Wow, that was actually my favorite part of the whole
1: story. <laughs> oh, you... <laughs> You nailed it. <laughs> oh wow. Oh my gosh. Ah! That's so fun. <laughs> I'm trying not to scream because you have a baby, but like that really, that was exact, that that really got me going. And I
0: will say there were so many times, like I had actually written an entire true crime story that was like way more disturbing, but then I was like, "Hmm." (laughs) that that I committed. Yeah. And I was like, this is kind of not funny because it's like, Oh, I like how in your wildest fantasy with all the creativity in the world, I'm like more fucked up than anyone. It was too far. (laughs) What was the crime? So it was like breaking into, okay. It was breaking into a hotel room. Uh And kidnapping someone named Chloe Fisherman. Oh, shit.
1: Okay, that's bad.
0: (laughs) And it was like, oh, and I literally was Googling ways to break into hotel rooms, which, (laughs) by the way, uh, new anxieties unlocked. Um, And so I found, like, oh, like, I literally had, like, 15 bullet points that were, like, and he used a whatever generator to unlock the key card, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she woke up to him standing at the edge of her bed. And I was like, this is... I mean too far for the for, only reason
1: I'm beaming is because it's not true but right. like also go me like look at the power for, I like hold. a
0: fake story I was like mm. to be like just kidding it, <laughs> it seemed a little like actually it's
1: you yeah
0: <laughs> you did this. that fun um it seemed a little too far so I kind of had to like rewind and do like um oh man can you imagine if you
1: did that and I also did the Leona story man no
0: no no it was perfect it was perfect oh but
1: I love that you made it we
0: did the same thing for our 30th the again once again the day you did that i wrote in my calendar oh
1: you poor thing
0: i did i wrote in my calendar you've had a year to think about this oh oh my gosh i feel so bad for your stress level no 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 no. i did that thing where i was like i'll worry about it then let's pretend it doesn't exist yeah until 10 days ago. did you get like a calendar alert oh i did (laughs) every day for the past two weeks i put it in my calendar um home
1: slice is that a fucking ladybug on your wall girl what is going on is you live in the jungle <laughs> no, What is i going on? swear to god jumanji's happening
0: i'm not kidding
1: girl i've seen like at least a dozen bugs in here today
0: can i tell you my brother and i've recorded in here three times maybe in neither last... of you use your eyes and i'm the one noticing things maybe but the buzzing i would have heard although maybe it's because it's nighttime and it's dark out oh and the lights and are, are coming bringing in? them in
1: yeah Sorry, I didn't mean to take away from obviously your
0: No, it's Blitzer not Pulitzer prize. My no,
1: it, <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is so nice. Anyway. I feel so bad that I literally
0: I started this episode with like um I didn't even no, finish. No, 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 because I feel like it uh it was also that thing of like I am going to do a story but it's a crime so it's a little awkward because i can't make it super dark like how do i make it funny without yeah. bombing everyone out right but i had to make it up but it has to be
1: real so I, it has to sound real yeah
0: so it was a very weird um little turn of events but oh anyway honestly cletus the fact that you beca- and it was not intentional by any means and i saw cletus and i shrieked i, was I like, would have what i totally would have to fuck do you me? know i was hoping for that moment with the with tr- trying to
1: it's so funny. Did you come up with that name today? No. Because I was literally on the plane trying to figure out the Leona thing on that anagram website. And I, it would have been funny if it was happening at the same time. Ingo was
0: like, what the fuck are you two doing? <laughs> Why are there
1: all of a sudden two people on here at the These same time? people are disturbed. Well, like, so I, I wanted that moment with Leona. I was trying to find a name. I, I wanted
0: if you found Lemon. That's pretty good.
1: I'm surprised you haven't realized yet that Lemon no, is in her I name. No, I did.
0: I even wrote in the initial Instagram post to get ahead of it. I wrote like, yes, M has told me that it's one i even Letterally. honestly
1: sacrificed the name renee i was just looking at her first and last mm-hmm. name girl you gotta pick a different letter next time or something because that kid has so many l's and e's and her <laughs> stupid name like i i was like honestly at this like it was all l's e's and n's yeah and so i was like
0: how do i make up a name like len 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 ellen ellen trying to Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Okay, the other thing. What? Is that I couldn't come up with a name until I put The M. Schultz. Of course. So I, try, I tried M. Schultz and it was like a couple things, but I was like. It's Not too much to do with eight letters. Obvious, yeah. So The M. Schultz really like opened up some doors for me.
1: Me too. That's how I, I got that blue
0: check. But <laughs> <laughs> <I just like laughs> the in front of everything, it looked <laughs> yeah. real official. That is me. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I, I figured you would figure it out pretty quickly, which is why like it's a short story <laughs> two bullets after you uh were like i know what's happening i was like well this is a
1: also love that you speaking of like the psychological approach the way that you know yourself so well i mean you really wrote your character which is embarrassing because i you, never you wrote your personality down in like three bullets and that's i everything literally
0: I never would have thought <laughs> of that until you were like wow what a christine move and i was like
1: oh yeah Interesting, um, interesting. You're not, you don't even realize how much you
0: show the fact or how that, much you know. The fact that I was like, and it was awesome how she did this. And you were like, that sounds like something you would do. And I'm like, wow. So I'm just sitting here going, what an awesome protagonist. She fucking crawled into the basement like a dumbass. Honestly, well, I, so for a second I did think, I was like, oh, maybe this is about me. But then you said Cletus
1: and I was like, how on earth would that name have gotten here? because i well the only reason i thought anything was because you said like no we should do our notes and i was like i know i was like there's got to be a reason and i was like we're doing our birthday episode maybe she worked really hard on a birthday story and then when you said it was just kind of like a random story i was like there's got to be something else to it and i heard the name and i was like oh that's funny and i was like honestly maybe it's just because cletus and i you you double tricked me out of it it's a good guess until you brought up a character that sounded exactly like you and then i was like this fucking the
0: third time when you were like wow again it's you I was like all right I gotta say it's a lemon they found a lemon
1: <laughs> you really like you 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 outsmarted me and I gave up and I was like oh it's just because someone's name was Cletus and that totally works and then I was committed to not even trying to figure it out but you really described yourself perfectly and I was like aha uh-huh. well that's where we are now
0: love that I'm Lizzie Olsen in this story good for me yeah
1: <laughs> hmm. I didn't think about that but
0: I will say that but I, was without question my favorite part of the whole story i will say i tried to make it the co-worker but i was like i can't because no that was smart. that would be me the co-worker but i couldn't that
1: was super smart also it was super smart to pick a name that wasn't you because i would have probably tried to figure I it out know. i figured it was
0: because you've wow, done her scene shifter olsen. you've done all I, the anagram inga has given you all the combinations <laughs> inga can you sponsor us Inga, um, can we sponsor you yeah
1: actually hang on a second <laughs> um no man oh wow elizabeth olsen see that one i did not see coming her scene shifter and Cletus <laughs> So those are our names now. Someone make shirts. Dumb. And then someone make a little onesie that says Pene gnome or something. <laughs> the Lunar Lemon. <laughs> the Lunar Lemon. I really do love that.
0: That's really cute. I was like,
1: that could totally be a name. Lunar Lemon. The Lunar Lemon. I love it. There was just some extra letters, like half of them. <laughs> <laughs> like most. <laughs> I was like, it's not good enough. Uh, Inga, find some other words for us. Inga. This is your job, Inga. She re- By the way, if anyone needs an
0: anagram, you fucking check out Inga's you page. You check out Inga. She worked hard. I'm so proud that we both used Inga's page. I'm
1: so proud that we've both done stories about each other. I'm so silly. And I like how the whole story was just me, just fucking Lemon. I knew the second I said, if Lemon shows up, and then you laughed a little too hard, I was like, yeah. Okay. And
0: I laughed so hard, and then I was like, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> can you
1: imagine? What a silly sight. You know what I did think might happen, though? In my brain on the plane, I was like, if she did a story. I wonder, I wondered if you were going to revisit the America's Herstein shifter and you like, the story was going to be like, I ran into the shifter and this is what happened. And this is the, the, um, that's the sequel to the story where Lizzie Olsen like takes her mask off and
0: it's the shifter. Dun, dun, dun. We figured it out. That's part three. Yeah i love that oh, that was I'm, so nice i feel so loved i'm so glad um i'm sorry that it was so chaotic and uh, that's how it's well, what are we shocked no can you imagine a, a clean story about yeah. us no yeah, forget it um so thank you for watching and or listening um i guess we'll do a little aftermath episode for patreon <gasps> yeah that'll be fun of prezies.
1: Well, I really love that story. I feel like you're not getting enough praise for no, your hard work. No, 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 no. was such
0: a good story. It was not
1: that good. And, what are you
0: talking about? And I, um, I'm i trying to think of the other things I put in there that were like little homages just so you... The buffalo plaid. The buffalo... Actually, I added that after oh, you after figured it out because I was like, I was going to put that on. I was like, it's too obvious. But then once you figured it out, I was like... The second you
1: said Chloe Fishman, I was like, I know that means something.
0: Chloe That's Fisherman. a clue. That's a stupid the clue. The fact that Lemon Schieffer... Works turns into Chloe Fisherman with no questions asked. <laughs> Inga was like, "Oh, I got you," and I was like, "Inga was girl, like We're all gonna fuck it up together." Girl, what? <laughs> um, And so, anyway, small town, in the south. I'm trying to think if there's anything I said like, "Oh, you share a birthday." Um, oh, he used to be a reverend. You know that already. And um, also, we um, it's a job that nobody can really understand. Yeah, really understanding. Exactly. I always struggle with the podcast. His family thing. didn't know what he did for work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I did uh, Google. Produce or podcast producer synonyms and programmer, Uh uh, yeah, stupid
1: rhyme zone's a good place, rhyme zone is
0: excellent, yeah. Um, and then I said Northern California work trip that was, um, we found lemon in San Jose. Ah, I didn't pick up on that, stupid. Um, stupid. You know, funny is if
1: you named lemon Jose, I would have literally (laughs) never picked up on (laughs) it.
0: found in a tea, a box of tea. I was like, "Oh, tea's cool." Obviously. I it didn't even
1: cross my mind. Speaking of tea, I keep eyeing this candle. Yeah,
0: it's my favorite one. I burn that every <sighs> it's time. It's Earl Grey, it's London Fog smell. Yes, I burn it every time we record together. Oh. Yeah, it's almost empty already. That's so nice. Isn't it cute? Wow. I feel
1: um, very
0: loved. I guess maybe I should tell you next time I do things like that. I know. Yeah. I just do. I wonder it. if you like storm off after we record, she like M didn't even fucking M notice. didn't even candle. notice the scent that was filling the room. Honestly, I'm too busy watching Squidward's brain get <laughs> nailed to a wall. So. <laughs> Blaze tried. I don't know if this is in the episode, but Blaze tried to get that bug. And he was like, oh, Squidward is nailed to the wall. I can't get him to move this bug. You know, for uh, being nailed to the wall, you did absolutely align him perfectly. I feel I, like he's pretty level. Honestly, I've never appreciated a compliment more. Thank you. What is the story with this guy? Oh, oh, my God. That is the, let me just re- make sure I get the. Um... So that is a diorama from the Civil War Tales at the Homestead Diorama Museum. And I, I do want to point out that tales is spelled T-A-I-L-S.
1: Oh, what are these animals? Oh, they're doggies.
0: They're cats. They're cats. And I will tell you that the um, Civil War Tales Museum is located in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and it is a unique museum featuring handmade miniature soldiers in dioramas of civil war scenes. Are you reading that off of something? Uh, yeah, oh, okay. It's like, wow, you're really selling it. It is in Comic Sans, and all the soldiers oh, wow. are, are cats.
1: Where did I feel like you're really not giving us any context <laughs> into like how you discovered
0: this? Okay, like why is so, it
1: here? Okay, so.
0: <laughs> who bought that for you? or <laughs> when did you go irrelevant no uh, <laughs> Did you just ride it in the, all the street? Right. <laughs> so my brother and i did an episode on beachy sandy of uh obscure museums oh and so we wow that the, makes so much more sense the umbrella museum we did a bunch of museums. i love the umbrella museum i'm sorry it was not the umbrella museum oh. it was the umbrella cover museum now that this is something i could get into is a real thing where they literally it's a little it's in maine of course and it's a museum just of the covers of umbrellas
1: that's so cool cool that was a literal gruel moment <laughs> it's a
0: girl it's so girl. <laughs> so cool <cruel. laughs> so cool and so we, i found this somebody emailed us and said like oh here's a civil war tales t-a-i-l-s mm-hmm. and so i read a few reviews of that and so for uh I think it was either Christmas or my last birthday. I don't remember. I think it was my last birthday. Alexander got me this little di- a, a personalized diorama, and it's Juniper and Moonshine. And you get to pick if they're Confederate soldiers or Union soldiers because it's a Civil War diorama. Okay. Fair? I don't know if that's fair. Yeah. So they're little Union mm-hmm. soldiers. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for,
1: I mean, the blue, obviously, but.
0: Yeah. Although wasn't Confederate blue? Confederate was red, I thought. Oh, maybe. Girl, please Girl, don't do this to me me on know. camera. Oh my god! Uh, Union's blue, right? I think you're right. If it's not, wasn't Confederate gray?
1: Confederate's gray with the shitty flag on the hat,
0: on the helmet, or
1: something. <laughs> wow. Well,
0: unsurprising to anyone, America failed us. America in the education has system has failed us. Um, blue is Union, yeah. Blue is Union, yes, and gray is Civil War, so I think I got thrown off. But yes, you're right. Blue is Union, and I'm right, because Blue is Union. Okay. <laughs> and look, they even, um, they put them, and Alexander was like, it was a little alarming, because they sent this, and they're like, the cats are like, screaming into battle. It's very alarming. They're really going, ah! Yeah, 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 yeah. Kill the racists. So okay. it's, it's a little creepy, um yeah so i appreciate the intricacy isn't it fun so they handmade that just so here's
1: why did it rattle
0: oh i don't am i don't know oh my
1: god i'm so sorry um so here's what we do it on and that's why we drink officially i would like you to do the behind the scenes of beach sandy here it's really chaotic i gotta ask do you like what happens if you looked at obscure museums and because they're so small like what if the reviews are only bad were there like were there bad reviews Were they we good only reviews? read
0: bad reviews that's the whole point
1: i know but i feel like if it's a small business like no so that's
0: kind of okay like you're still hyping them up i guess no, but no, no, no you're them getting on the show. to the you're getting to the to the nitty-gritty of it which is that we find bad reviews but it's like the dumb ones where you're like okay oh it's a one star view by like a karen figure uh-huh okay where right. it's sort of like oh really a one-star review for a second i was like because these people obviously really try no no (laughs) i feel so bad for them honestly the way we frame it is always like oh we're these are other people not us 99 percent of the time it's like oh we're making fun of the reviewer Mm -hmm. like the joke is like the people who are reviewing it in such a ridiculous way and so we're kind of highlighting the businesses like like a lot of times it'll be these have gotten old and we don't really do these anymore and we did have like a covid special oh during covid where it was like um you know mask review. we don't do that anymore <laughs> because it's gotten so old uh-huh. that's all i needed yeah, to hear yeah <laughs> i got it but there were reviews still to this day our reviews like we just did cat cafes and there was a review where it was like they are discriminating against me and my second amendment right like just like to bring a gun. I see. That's all I needed. And it'll say to bring a gun into this cat cafe. And you're like, wow.
1: So it, it's always well someone who has their little people painted
0: red in their living room or that's is someone exactly who wrote that right. Their cats on their horses are painted in a gray-gray uniform. Yeah, 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 yeah. So right. anyway,
1: that's kind of Do you the have a, a favorite idea? A favorite place so far that you've covered? Ooh. I feel like you probably get that look that question a lot. No, but...
0: I never get that question, actually.
1: Like a favorite place that you actually want to visit and a favorite place with the best worst reviews.
0: Wow. M. That's a great question. I do feel like the obscure museums was such a gold mine mm. because there are so don't be alarmed. The door behind you is opening, but I think a cat is coming in. Thank you. S- Can you turn and look? Yeah, Juniper. Thank God. Because the door behind okay, you. That scared me so much more than if the door was going to open. Sorry. <laughs> the door just started like. And I was like, if M sees that out of the corner of their oh, eye. That my goddamn line. Yeah. Um, I feel I th- like we're
1: already doing the bonus footage. But I know we? we are. I'm okay. sorry.
0: This is, uh, <laughs> this is like a sneak peek. Um, no, I don't know. I think, I think my favorite ones are just the kind of random obscure ones. I just love the, like, I think obscure museums might've been my, it's like a good topic favorite. in general. I could, try to, I just, could, I would go on a first date and talk about that. Right. That's a great topic. There were so many where, and our. I also liked American girl doll cafes. You find some weird fucking people. But yeah, I don't want to visit those. It was more I, like I do because I want to witness.
1: I want to pull a, a Nandor, <laughs> yeah. Fodor, and just stare at people.
0: Just do a psychological yeah. study on everyone.
1: Everyone at the American Girl Doll Cafe. What are you ordering? What? Like, what's the what's the top sale sandwich there? What's <laughs> happening? Like, do they name their sandwiches after the dolls?
0: Do you have dolls sitting at the table you can eat with? If you bring the doll, do or, you get a discount? Do you get a discount? Do they get anything? Do you, also it's, do do you get to go? if you don't have a doll what if you're an adult mm. can you go without a doll oh they're not it's not even a restaurant that's
1: attached to the store no oh that's weird i literally thought it was like a fire doll and then also here's a cafe oh i don't like know. a cafe in the store like a barnes and noble no, they're Starbucks. like a full
0: restaurant oh that's so odd yeah I you first of all that sounds like a wasted business opportunity to not also sell dolls. They there. might sell dolls as well, but I do know that like their business for the cafe is like it's a full scale restaurant. Like you bring your doll. to We this have to go. Well, you and Zandy have to go. But then second round I... we have to go. <laughs> no way.
1: Why not? I'll go and tell you about it. You that and Zandy great. go. <laughs> Maybe that's what I. That's how I loop myself into beach to Sandy. Maybe <sighs> I on. actually go to the locations after you've reported on them. You can
0: be them. our on the scene reporter. I would love to do that. You would be so good. If you at ever need it.
1: Bose content, I'll happily fly to any location i think alexander and i are too anxious to do it and you would I'd happily do it i know i would... would have a blast at the american girl Doll cafe are you, you fucking kidding me show
0: up and just report back and we'd be sitting i'd be like, like all the reviews were wrong it's
1: fucking amazing it's the best and you <laughs> would... i'll be the i'll be the the
0: redemption episode <gasps> where i just hype everything up. you would give it honesty hour an a plus all the shitty reviews if you ever
1: need me to get on a plane and go somewhere with an american girl doll
0: sandwich i would happily go for you um
1: I'm not saying people should say anything about that. I'm just saying if
0: we're... I'm just saying if you think it's a good idea, why don't you write into to Beach and Sandy at gmail. I'm just saying if com. I'm already
1: going to a city and you've reported on something there, I might like, pop why by. why the
0: fuck not? I might pop by. And why shouldn't you just address an email to BeachySandy at gmail.com and write Dear Zandy Schieffer?
1: I'm going to actually DM them on my verified account so they actually notice me and see what happens from there. Whoa.
0: Do you think that'll work? I don't know. I hear they're pretty picky about who they, like, actually speak to. Well well one of them talks to a lemon so <laughs> it can't be that hard i just feed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> is that what happens at 31 help me that's what happens when you birth
1: a child
0: out okay, of your dumb okay i don't want to do that part no no it's uh, oh, yeah, I, wouldn't, yeah, I... I wouldn't recommend it
1: <laughs> anyway thank you everyone for listening are you still here any what are you doing here and that's <laughs> why we celebrate our birthdays happy birthday we're both in our 30s i want to die we're so elderly